Earth. Fire. Air. Water. When I was a boy, my father, Avatar Aang, told me the story of how he and his friends heroically ended the Hundred Year War. No lighting today? What's the matter? Afraid I'll redirect it? Oh, I'll show you lightning! Bending. You can't use it to hurt or threaten anyone else ever again. Hey, it's Tardy to the Party, and today we're coming up to it. It's the final Avatar to the Party, and we're finishing off Avatar. We're doing it. We're all done with Disney. Disney's in the rear view mirror. We're flipping it off. As we drive into the distance with Avatar coming up us, and we're flipping off Avatar with our <laughs> other hand, and our car's out of control. Oh no! Oh, no. Island players, and so is in comments, pop one, two, three, and four. Who's driving the car? The bear's driving the car. The bear! I guess this is it. This is the last hole that needed to be filled. Yeah. Filling our holes of pop culture one hole at a time, and I guess after 330 holes, we've run out of holes to fill as, as of this episode. Mm -hmm. God, five years. I mean, we'll wax philosophical next week when we do an actual wrap-up of the podcast show. But yeah, this is it. This is the yeah, last episode of Avatar of the Party. Um, I hate to say it. 61 episodes. Uh, the show doesn't really get really good until the second season of Legend of Korra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
That sounds very. Right. Yeah, I started like. It gets better. I, because, uh, you know, when I finished watching last night on Netflix, of course, when I went back to fire up Avatar, these episodes of Avatar on Netflix to watch while we're recording today, of course, it kicked me back to the first episode of the series. Because I, you know, finished watching the, the finale last night. And so that gave me a chance to, like, because I had to scroll through all the episodes to get back to the Ember Island players. And, like, it was nice that actually just scrolling through all the episodes on Netflix. It was, like, from the start to the end, I was like, oh, yeah, that's the part where I said the show gets good. And that's also the part where I also said the show gets better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, yeah, that's I remember that episode where I was like, oh, that, yeah, so. At least now you can form your definitive opinion as to whether or not you like Avatar The Last Airbender, but... Uh, so I think yeah. What's what's yeah? Go ahead. I think the uh, season three is obviously the best of all three. You seasons think so? Because they finally figure yeah, they bit. finally figure their shit out. Because um, there was a lot of filler in the middle where there was just kind of like well yeah of course jinx. but overall yeah. but there's a lot of filler in seasons one and two yeah, too, also yeah. Uh, but they found their way. They got a budget <laughs> yeah, um, and I think people forget about season one and two when they're talking about how amazing the whole show is yeah uh, i mean that's that's i i was surprised because I, when i was watching avatar i you know i was into it enough to be like you know i had people over to watch the finale and i was tracking you know mm -hmm. i was part of like the internet not really part of the internet fan community but i was keeping tabs on like what people were saying and stuff like that you were looking at the zeitgeist. And I was, I don't know what your opinion about how the show wrapped up, but I was, like, really impressed by how, by this finale. Like, mm. I was actually like, okay, they actually stuck the landing. Um, and I think the, the I, I think the ending is better than any other part of the show, actually. Like, mm. if the show hadn't been so strong, I don't think the, if the finale hadn't been so strong, I don't think the rest, rest of the season would, or rest of the series would be so good. But, yeah, I, especially... Like rewatching this stuff last night, I feel bad for talking about this because this is you, this is more about your opinion than it is mine. Cause this is the first time you're watching. No, this. I'd go for it. Uh, but like just rewatching re this last night, this is something we talked about recently too about how stupid it is when you have a finale where you know life and death and the, the whole fate of the world is online is, is is in the question is in the balance. But like <laughs> the character is like worrying about stupid shit like this shit with Aang. <clears throat> Where he's like, oh no, I don't want to have to kill the Fire Lord. I should hate that. Because that's exactly mm -hmm. the kind of shit we were talking about. Where it's like, there's bigger shit to worry about. But I don't know whether or not because it's like... He's the Avatar and like... What he does transcends his own death. And like, he has a bigger responsibility to their Avatar that he can't just like... And he's... I don't know, something about like... The fact that he has to worry about whether or not killing the, the Fire Lord actually makes sense to me, and I really appreciate that. And the fact that they somehow pulled it off without me wanting to strangle Aang for even caring about that is a minor miracle in of itself. Everything else aside, just that one plot point, I should hate that, but I don't. So I have to give the show props. Yeah. They do kind of make up their own rules, though. Yeah, that's the thing. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, no, actually... A sea lion turtle thing is gonna give us a little bit of a boost here. Yeah, so get she gets to sidestep his own moral quandary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, like, they don't reveal that get-out-of-jail plot ticket until, he, like, he uses it until he needs it. So, yeah. like, it is kind of a surprise where it's like, wait, he's doing what to the Fire Lord? Oh, that's an option yeah. that he could just take the fire, the, the firebending away? Um, mm -hmm. but... 
And it is also hilarious because it's something else we've also talked about, where he's like, I haven't killed anyone in my whole life, and I don't want to start by killing the, the Fire Lord. And we've talked multiple times in the past. We're like, Aang's killed... <laughs> Maybe Aang has not directly murdered anyone, like, face-to-face. -face, but, like, yeah. Aang's done all kind of... Even in the, in the finale, like, right before he fights the Fire Lord, he's, like, chucking, like, giant slabs of rocks at the Fire Lord's airship. And, like, crashes. Yeah. And I just paid special attention, I was like... Even right there, doesn't he kill like the entire crew? And like, no, they, the way they animate no, that it's... ship, it doesn't really crash as much as it like gently settles on top of a rock. And I'm like, that's kind yeah, of and a all, all the bad guys end up webbed in Spider-Man webbed exactly, on the exactly, and that kind of shit. Where it's like again, see, they're not dead; yeah. they're safe. Um, but as soon as the sticky wears off, they're gonna fall. So I, that's cool. <laughs> even when Sokka, Toph, and Suki are taking out their 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 one airship. They like, Sokka's like, fly real low to the water, because when we dump these guys, we don't want to kill them, we just want to gently deposit them in the- No, fuck these guys! Why even- Yeah! <laughs> They're burning the whole world, <laughs> yeah, man! Yeah, fucking dump them from, from 100 feet up, who gives a shit, but... Yeah, it's Avatar, it's a kid show, what are you gonna do? So, so yeah, what, what was your opinion about the, the finale? It was pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's... Well, I mean, we'll get into it more. I I do wish that, I mean... Oh, yeah? Aang spends all that time with the spirit journey talking to other avatars, and other all the other avatars are like, nah, man, you should totally kill that fool. It but is funny that all like, of them are like, you gotta kill that all fool. All of them. Yeah. All of them. And <laughs> then he like... still weasels his way out of it. Yeah. It's like he would. It's like he was on an on. He kept going to different online forums, yeah. trying to find the answer, and he couldn't. He couldn't find the one he wanted until he got to that deep, deep, deep subreddit. Bias? Yeah, he got a deep subreddit and was like, "Oh, here's He's the like, answer gotta, that I I've want to hear." So on I my neck. Like one. I've got a growth on my neck. Everyone, everything I turn to online is telling me it's cancer. And what if I just mm -hmm. find that one forum that says, "No, that growth on your neck is." It's, it's, it's a, it's, it's just it's, your twin you ate in the exactly, grave. Exactly, that's, your, yeah. The grave, so. The, the womb. Um, I do love that all the other avatars are, like, you're gonna have to, even the last, I guess we'll get there for blow by blow, but, yeah. like, I love that even the last air nomad is, like, no, you're gonna have to kill him. The one person he expects would be, like, sympathetic to his cause, but. Yeah. Uh, but, were you expecting anyone to die or anything like that? I don't know. You, I may have no. ruined that because, like, if you like the way I've spoiled everything, like, obviously we knew Toph wasn't gonna die. They hadn't directly killed anyone yet. Yeah. So, in the show, I mean, people have obviously died off screen, like when Appa launched the circus man into the sun. <laughs> I guess they that did guy kill wasn't Jet. coming back. I, Jet never did come back, so I guess he is dead. It's unclear. Yeah, it's unclear. That's yeah. And that's um, the thing, that's the, that's who we... But no, I was not expecting high-stakes shit. Well, watching this again, I was like, if I were watching this for the first time now, I would probably be ex ha at least half expecting maybe Uncle Iroh to die. Because mm. that would, get, like, be one last, like, knife in, 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 in Zuko's heart, I guess. But also, there's not much for Iroh to do in the episode. And I wonder if he would have had more if uh, what's his butt hadn't died. I mean, that's weird because he really does not talk the entire season, pretty much from. God, does Iroh have any dialogue? Oh, I guess when he tells the yeah, one lady bit. like, "You don't want to be here tomorrow because I'm going to break out of jail," but because yeah. other than that, like he spends the entire season in jail over the first half in jail, not saying anything. Then he breaks out and just disappears entirely for the second half of the season, 
until this mm-hmm. episode where he or the this batch of episodes where he shows up and I guess he's magically been the leader of a secret society of all the old characters which that's one of the biggest ass pulls yeah. this finale does is like no, they kind of set it up I mean he little... wasn't a leader but he was a member of it it just happens that like all the old people they've met though are part of the same secret society which is what do you have any inclination to go all forward and check out Korra anytime um, uh, one of the people that listen to our podcast, a buddy of mine, uh, Dexter, yeah. um, he follows us on Twitter, and he's the one that talked about the the the, <clears throat> the material on Earth and stuff, and he's smart. Oh, yeah? He's got the brains. But anyway, um, he asked me if I was interested in following up with Core, and I was like, you know, kind of, sort of. I tried watching it ages ago. I don't remember anything about it, yeah. and I had no connection with It's not with as good as world. this. So, yeah, um, so you, yeah, you might already uh, be a little behind the eight ball there. I mean, who knows? You could watch and maybe actually find by the end the I should prefer it to. Knows, but. but I also and, you know, we've talked about maybe maybe we'll want to bring this podcast back someday. Okay. So maybe I'd save it for that. OK, so no big. Spoilers. And I also have also have a disgusting uh, uh, interest in in someday watching <laughs> the live action version to see why if not they donked it up you know what one day they're i guess they're eventually gonna have to put out the live action netflix tv adaptation mm-hmm. and maybe we could watch a bit of that and compare that to the to the live action movie yeah. just to see like how did di- like how different things adapt to this yeah like i said yeah. there's always room for tired of the party specials for us to come back or you like even just come back to the whole new podcast again after i've had a, a little bit of a break and that's all I need oh absolutely yet, so. Yeah, we're definitely leaving the as long as because because Daniel's the one who uploads the episodes. As long as he keeps his channels open to like make it possible for us to keep on publishing more episodes in the future, I'll totally be up for editing and essentially repicking up. I mean, this is talk for next week's episode, but like, yeah, I'm totally fine with. I would totally be down with like a core, even if we didn't watch all of Cora, but just like even just a couple bits or something like that, just to see what's up. Or doing yeah, live action Avatar movie rewatch, but man, that movie's so. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, but um, anyway, you just want to start mm-hmm. off with the Ember Island players. Oh, were we supposed to watch that one? Oh, shut up! I hate you. <laughs> I... I thought we watched that one last week, didn't we? No. Oh, oh, oh! You? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not. You could easily skip it and literally not miss anything, though. That's the funny thing. That's it's true. Like, plot yeah. wise, literally the only thing plot wise that moves forward is. Aang just still being like, eh, I like Katara. And Zuko being mm. like, oh, I feel bad about my Uncle Iwo. And that we already yeah. knew that. So to plot-wise, there's nothing you miss by missing the Ember Island Players episode. I just like it <laughs> because I thought it was a fun way to just kind of... It's like a nice little palate cleanser and show you how, like, how far all the characters have come. By, mm-hmm. by It's not a recap of the entire series. It's mostly just the first season with some of the second. And I guess... The characters yeah they of... leave out all the filler episodes so they only <laughs> exactly. do like 12 episodes and it was funny because back in the day of course people were freaking out about like there's a little on there's little like avatar fan community digs like how they make fun of the great divide episode by just by skipping it in the play and mm-hmm. uh i love the fact that like the costuming for the characters are all just like it's essentially the show creators kind of making fun of avatar cosplayers a little bit with their kind of mm. like shabby, not shabby, but like, <clears throat> especially how people of varying body types would try to play different characters and not quite fit, look a little weird. And 
And uh, the stagecraft is actually the real reason why I love it so much. I love, like, the ancient Chinese stagecraft of, like, I love all the puppetry and all the props and... The one old man doing everything behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, kind of like that. You know, they're using the, you know, just shaking sheets of aluminum to make lightning and... Uh, mm. I, do you want to do blow, blow, blow? Uh, sure, I wrote, I wrote okay, it all down. let's do it. Okay, Zuko and Aang are training at Zuko's old house on Ember Island. This we saw um, we saw a little bit of this in the one island where they were uh, like yeah, because the beach episode yeah. took place on this island, so we've seen a little bit of this house before. Yeah. No one's been there since his mom's died. Then Sokka and Suki show up and tell everybody they're gonna be a play about them, and that the Ember Island players some fancy poster artwork that looks like uh some bootleg. Uh, <laughs> Avatar book cover. It is, it is a recreation of the DV season one DVD box art. Mm. That's, again, another thing where the fans were like, oh my god. Mm. And even the names of the writers. I think it's a bastardization of, of Brian Konietzko and who's the other guy who created the show? But anyway, but yeah, that's... Ah. that's yeah. Zuko says his mom used to take his family to see those chuckle fucks and they suck ass. <laughs> they, they butcher the love amongst the dragons every year, yeah. Yeah, is it a good idea to go there when they're wanted by the entire Fire Nation? Who cares? Sokka needs some good time-wasting fun, so they go and watch it. Wasting time. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh man, yeah, this is going to be the ultimate <laughs> filler episode that Daniel's going to hate. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they sit way up high in the nosebleeds. Aang's grumpy because he doesn't get to sit next to Katara, and Toph's seat can't see shit. It's all bullshit all the way down. I feel like Katara's like, I'll just explain everything to your feet. Yeah. The kids are excited to see themselves in the show. Um, all Sokka, Sokka does in the show is make terrible jokes. Katara keeps being all weepy, roast beefy, and emotional. Katara gets done dirty by, by this play, man. <laughs> like, that's yeah. all just like, oh, man. There's nothing about hope, but I do love Katara. The real Katara's reaction to the seats is just like sticking her tongue out, just being like, oh, come on, give me a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aang's played by a woman. What a twist. <laughs> Mr. B. Natural. I think the showrunners have come out and said, I mean, obviously it's like a Peter Pan thing, but like they've mm -hmm. also pointed out, like, especially when she like folds her feet, together, folds her legs together and everything like that. The peppiness is very B Mr. B. Natural. Yeah. How much fan art is there of Aang making out with Lady Oh, Aang? God, I don't want to even think of because you know it exists. <laughs> You uh -huh. know it exists. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. But I do like like I just love like the fake uh like the the the, the fake puppeteer Aang that's in the ice block and even when like uh the, the stage Katara she's like, Ooh, the boy in the iceberg and she like postures her, her hand in this really theatrical kind of way. I just love all the stage theatrics of mm -hmm. all this stuff. It's great, yeah. Or like when they the, discover the, Momo. The, the last it's a airbender, hand it's making them tear bend. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Have the writers ever said who supposedly wrote this play or anything? Uh, no. Other than yeah, they okay. were just informed by a particularly informed uh, merchant of cabbage. But, like, in terms uh, of, like... Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I don't think there's any in-universe lore as to exactly who, like, yeah, how this play was Because it's that, man, they know everything. Well, especially because, like, yeah, they know everything, and the show seems to be pretty sympathetic to the heroes up until the end when the Fire Lord kills everyone, and then you, you're reminded, <laughs> like, Oh yeah, this is supposed to be Fire Nation propaganda. You should be hating the, the Avatar and his friends, but yeah, yeah, the play doesn't make much sense in universe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever Toph thinks this shit is hilarious, though. Yeah, that's great. She's just cracking up the whole time, and everyone else is just furious. Yeah. 
Zuko and his uncle, one likes to eat, and the other only cares about catching the Avatar to regain his honor, which, you know, it's accurate. Uncle Iroh, I just like, he's also done dirty because he just loves cake, and he keeps on trying Mm -hmm. to get Zuko to eat cake, and then he just, like, smashes the cake into his face and is like, nom, 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 and it's just like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, they go through various episodes. Momo yeah. is there. But yeah, the, again, the there. thing with like where where fucking Mr. B Natural Ang goes into the bush and pu- <laughs> pulls out Momo, quote unquote Momo, but it's a hand puppet and like the Ang's fake fake human arm dangling down. I thought that was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sookie's there. Boomy pirates. Yeah. The, they made the, those episodes seem really research. boring. Like fucking Azula disappears and like where did she go? Hmm. Uh, aside from they didn't know that Zuko was the blue spirit. Which, they never seemed to figure that one out, though. That's cute, and I do like the little reaction of Zuko and Aang are sitting next to each other, and they both kind of, like, almost do a collar tug practically next to each other. Yeah. Um, the moon spirit has had pickled fish. <laughs> and, like, what? I do love Zuko. He's like, you never told me you made out with a moon spirit. And like, so he's like, shh, I'm watching. He's so crying. I don't get the pickled fish. Like, hey, what? Okay, yeah. She ate pickled fish. I, I don't know. Pickled fish. Um, yeah. Fucking Katara's making out with a uh, jet, and he's like, "I will kill that Fire Nation, that Earth." Oh yeah, the Fire Nation thing for you, baby. And yeah, they fl- fly over the Great Divide. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, yeah. Toph still loves it. The other kids hate it. During intermission, the kids complain about how none of the actors are like them, despite certain aspects being totally nailed. Well, especially everyone agrees with the the play about, like, Katara being, like, crybaby, talking about hope all the time, Mm -hmm. and everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's totally not you, quote-unquote, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Toph's like, uh, it's uh, it's obvious the playwright did their research. It must hurt, but what you're seeing up there is the truth on the stage. And, of course, we now see what Toph's going to be in the show. Turns out she's a giant spitting buff man, (laughs) which Toph is... It's hype for she well, loves that's it because katara she's thinks like, she's yeah, gonna be accurate. offended but then she's surprised when toph is like oh my god that's awesome and i guess at least she isn't a flying bald lady <laughs> exactly and I know, like uh i guess the, the the stage version of toph can see by screaming at people and i guess that's mm, the show's mm-hmm. creators kind of making fun of the fact that like toph's ability to see with her feet doesn't make any sense either it makes about as much sense as being able to see just by screaming at people but yeah but I just love she's mm-hmm. the Toph is just ecstatic for the rest of the play. She's just amazed by like she's being yeah depicted as big buff. Guy. Well, she's probably never been to a play before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Why would they, even with her rich parents? Why would they? I guess everything with her rich parents is kind of a non-plot there that never gets picked up again too. Now that I think about it, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, it's also a reference to the fact that she was her character was originally supposed to be a big buff guy. Hmm. Hmm. I'm surprised they didn't make Boomy a fragile little person. Yeah, because you think, but like, no, I do like they put someone in a big, terrible muscle suit, though. And he's all like, ah, <laughs> riddle these jokes, say I. And just, yeah. yeah, Uncle and Zuko split up because Zuko's hair's gotten too luscious. I don't know if that's a joke, because he's like, we should split up. I almost thought he was going to say split ends or something. Mm. Yeah, there's the whole drilling the wall thing. Where it's just yeah, egg which makes the audience for people sleepy. Yeah, people. I love that people are getting tired of the already bored by the Avatar's adventures, which is great. Uh, Jed is there being brainwashed, but then he gets crushed by a rock, and Zuko's like, "Did Jed just die?" Yeah. And Sokka says, "You know, 
It was really unclear. Oh, what? I see what you did there, Rogers. I see what you did. Mm. I love uh, that that Jet has to crawl under the rock as he's being crushed by it. Mm-hmm. Like they're great. The, the, the whole stage play is filled with these little moments where things aren't quite working right and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Uh. The. Uh. What? Zuko and oh, Katara. The, the play. Yeah, play Katara and Zuko are in the caves, yeah. and she wants to bang him, but he thought she was the Avatar's girl. And Aang does this, sitting in the audience, he does this nod like, yeah, that's right, the Avatar girl. But she thinks of him as a little brother, and therefore, he could never find out about their embrace. And then Which, Aang gets up and leaves. This is too offensive for him. This inspires the stupidest thing Aang does in the entire series. But I do love as he leaves, so even Sokka's like, can you go get me some fire gummies and some fire flakes? I don't know. That sounds mm-hmm. pretty good. I kind of wonder what fire flakes are. Then. I don't know. I wonder if they're just spicy or if they're actually hot. But uh, eating warm toasted cornflakes sounds good. Probably something binging with Babish has made. Yeah, actually, probably, yeah. Uh, so, um, another intermission. Oh, wait, no, first. Uh, Zuko uh, says, I hate Zuko you, Zuko lives a, cho- chooses a life of treachery. <laughs> choose treachery, it's more fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yells, he hates him, and he hates oh, him, and, and that he inspires. smells, and I hate him. Zuko and Katara he says, I didn't talking. actually say that, yeah. but I may as well, sh- may as well have. <laughs> Avatar State, yep, yep. And then Azula's Which, there. Oh, they, but they're Lightning not even flying it. on Appa, right? That's just... The stage Aang just says that whenever they have to leave, but it's funny that they're like, yeah, like they're not getting that detail right, which is funny. Uh, yeah, you've got Teen Girl Squad shows up, fucking May with big fucking <laughs> Mickey Mouse ears and a big, like, frowny face on her shirt. No mm-hmm. reason. There's a chubby Ty Lee kissing people, and that's how she knocks them out. Oh, and this shows, yeah, uh, fucking, this is actually my favorite detail in the whole thing is, uh, this is the scene where Azula uh, zaps uh, Aang with Aang. the, 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 the yeah. lightning, and the lights go out, black lights come on, uh, Aang, the stage play Aang, is covered with, like, body paints that, you know, like, glows under the, 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 the black lights. How they have black lights and, like, <laughs> like 19th century Avatar world, who knows? It's but a magic world. I love world. when the stage Azula throws the quote-unquote like weighted ribbon that is supposed to represent her uh, fire be- or electricity at Aang. The uh, actress playing Aang opens her eye just a little bit so she can see the, the see the the, the, the the ribbon being thrown at her so she can catch it. It's something I didn't mm-hmm. notice until I'd seen the episode for like the third time. I thought that was a great detail. Just again, just like mm. the little details about how like the stagecraft works. It's great. She, she gets zapped and gets and dies and then everyone celebrates. The Avatar is no more. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. During the intermission, Katara goes to check on Aang, who's being a, a butt hurt and sad, mopey, sad sack. He's just being... And he hates that play. It makes him so out. Yeah. Sokka wants Sookie to sneak, sneak him backstage so he can give the actor to play him some jokes because his jokes aren't good enough. What's the joke? Talking. I tell jokes about all kinds of terrible things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Toph and Zuko talk, and she's like, man, this shit sure has bummed everyone out. And he's like, yeah, it's easy for her, because the play version of her is all buff and awesome and kicks all the butt. But he's shoving all the mistakes he's made back in his face. And he totally betrayed his uncle, and it sucks, because he just wanted to make him proud. And she's like, yeah, he was proud of you, because I had a long talk with that dude, and you wouldn't shut up about Zuko. All he wanted is for you to find light, and now you're on the side of light, and then she punches him. Well, I like that's that Zuko actually apologizes for it. And she's like, mm. no, it was actually pretty sweet. Like, that's a nice mm-hmm. little... 
it's pretty much the only real moment that Zuko and Toph have throughout the entire series is like right here. Yeah. Um, is Aang an idiot right here, or is that a little bit later? Uh, let's see. Because he like confronts. Oh yeah, no, I think so the... he confronts uh, Katara about how. Did you mean? Did you really mean what you said on well, the stage play? And she's like, "What?" She's like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. Couple little things okay. before that, just so I don't." No, yeah, yeah. Get we'll, go by your notes, notes. Yeah. Little kid runs past oh, dressed yeah. up as the Avatar, tells Zuko his Zuko <laughs> costume's really good, but the scar's on the wrong side. Oh, Zuko. He's like, you know what you die. <laughs> yeah. Sokka sneaks backstage, gives uh, stage Sokka some pointers and some jokes, and he does it. And he stage Sokka likes it. He and who are you? And he's just a guy that loves comedy. That's so. I hope. Oh man, I almost said a spoiler there, but uh, yeah, that that that, that 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 that's that's Sokka in a nutshell. He's just a guy who loves comedy. Um, so. Yeah, Katara and Aang. Oh yeah, this is Aang what I was Katara like. asked Katara if she really meant what she said in there. This, she's like, the stupidest thing what? that Aang says through that the entire series. And like Aang, and he's like, Katara's like, what? He says, yeah, you said that you were. I'm just like a brother to you. And she's and like, what she the says, Jigga what? <laughs> like what the? She just shake her head and go like, what? Did I? She just should go back in and be like, is your brains fucked up? Like, what? He said he reminds her that they kissed before the invasion, and he thought they'd be together, but they're not. And she's like, "Dude, she's just now is like, not what? the time for this. Yeah. It is not the right time." And he says, "Well, when is Ang, my dude? Probably <laughs> Aang, defo yeah. not during the intermission of a show. Yeah, and not now." She he kisses her, and she's just like, "I'm going back inside." And well, no, runs she's away. confused. Yeah, she says, "I don't want to talk about this." So he kisses her, and she's like, "Bitch, what I just <laughs> say?" And she goes back inside. Man, respect the boundaries. Yeah, I... and he says, "Oh, I'm such an idiot." And yeah, he is yeah, an idiot. Like the fact that yeah. he had to say, "Did you mean what you set up on that stage?" At no point in this show has Ang seemed more like an idiot twelve-year-old. Like, it's almost remarkable that he becomes this fully realized, like, avatar in the next episode after this. After being such an idiot in this episode. Because he's, yeah, it's such a weird... Don't confront somebody about what a fictional version of them just, just said on a stage play. Yeah, mm -hmm. anyway, but yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ, dang. <sighs> so, Aang goes back inside and Sokka fills him in on the episode. Pretty much all missed. of season three just happened, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stage Katara tells Aang she loves him like a brother. Which and that stage sucks that this had to happen right after I wouldn't have any other way. Yeah, and they shake hands and he yip yips away I into do the love air. That. that is that's just a knife into Aang's heart, yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, Fake Sokka makes the Sokka jokes that Sokka gave him. They're very funny, shit. much laughter. I love that shit, yeah. And like Sokka <laughs> is dying in the audience. That's the best mm -hmm. part, yeah. Mm hmm. So Zuko joins the Avatar team. The play's all cut up, so it's got to be over now, unless it's the future. Dude, I like it's weird music that kicks in just to like, yeah, just. You know. Now the Fire Lord's on stage. With the comet is near, he'll be unstoppable. The Avatar will fight the Fire Lord. Zuko and Azula will lose while screaming it, honor. Ah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the crowd cheers. The Fire Lord fights Aang. With the comet there, the Fire Lord's unstoppable. Beats up Aang. Fire Lord says, the world is mine. And the crowd goes, yay. yay. And like and the, yeah, the gang like, gang somehow is surprised this is how the turn the play took. To be fair, you know, the episode, the, the, the play is up to this point had been pretty light and frothy. It is kind of funny they, they completely forget, like, they are at Fire Nation propaganda. That's the whole point of this thing existing, but yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, I uh, do like when mm-hmm. the Fire Lord first shows up, and he's like, he and the Zula are both talking about like, we're gonna take down the Avatar, and like then the fake fake uh, Ang shows up, and like he's like, no, it is you who are going down. Which that's funny because like that's a stupid way for characters to talk. But they actually use dialogue like that in the finale, where I think like, I th- I think somebody I I does Ang say that he's gonna take down the like. So just just the Probably. phrase that you are going down is such a dumb way to talk about it. But like it's it's funny that it's a parody here in the play, but it actually is something that somebody says in the actual finale. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, as all the kids leave the play, they say it wasn't a very good play. It was kind of stinky poo poo. But but Aka admits the effects were decent. Da, 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 so nice. Yeah. Which that became a huge meme after the movie came out because that was the whole punchline. Everyone was like, that was a terrible movie. But this, the, the effects were decent. Boom, boom, mm. boom. Yeah. The way that one rock floated across the screen. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I know, exactly. Fantastic. That one it took 20 people to float one rock at one mile per hour across. The, yeah. <laughs> that looks so. I mean, the funny thing is, because, like, that was just a clip that went around. Like, just. Like, that was, like, exhibit A in everyone's argument about how terrible that movie is. And I did mm-hmm. see some other people being like, I'm sure it makes more sense in context when you watch the whole film. No, it doesn't. It is in even in the movie, it's as laughable within the film as it is, just as an isolated clip. Yeah. Nice. God, I hate that fucking. <laughs> I saw that for free at a critic screening, and I'm still upset about it. Anyway, but now we got the actual anyway. four part finale. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So since comment part one, the Phoenix King. Oh, no, who the Phoenix King? The Fang is fire training hard, but takes some breaks for some melonade. And uh, <laughs> maybe sitting all around all day. Is has it being served by Homestar Runner? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. What do they need? They need a beach party. So they have a beach party. They made sand sculptures. Aang uh, sculpts Alpa out of sand. Top sand bends all of Bossing Say. And Sokka makes. <laughs> Suki? I guess. Ace and R Puff and stuff looking Suki, yeah. Mm hmm. Zuko attacks. It's fire bends all over the place. It's Aang. We're just focusing on Aang. And Aang's like, why you do this? And he's like, teaching you a lesson. And he chases and fire bends all over the place. And they tell Katara, she finds out, and the other gen she's like, what's going on? Zuko's destroyed Sansuki. Oh, and he's, <laughs> also, attacking he's attacking Aang. Aang. Yeah. Yeah. Aang eventually turns around and airbans Zuko out a window, and everybody's like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, what the fuck? What is... What? Soza's comet is three days away, and you're having a fucking beach party. And they're like, yeah, well, we're gonna fight him after the comet leaves. Because if we fought him now, we'd lose. Which is Aang's a good point, because they point out that the war essentially ended with the, the Day of Black Sun when everyone got captured. And mm-hmm. so, like, there's no, like... It's not like, you know, confronting them before the comet happens is, is going to change anything, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, what, is it not going to get worse? And, and Zuko's like, well, guess thanks what? for telling me. Yeah. And guess what? It can get worse. I before forgot I, that uh... this is because they alluded to earlier, like halfway through the season, that, like, there's a big military meeting come, coming up, and actually even Azula teased... Sokka, because it seemed like he wasn't invited at first. But no, I guess mm-hmm. this is the reason why Sokka turned. And it was never shown before. Zuko. Or yes, yeah. oh, this is why Zuko turned. Is that he <laughs> he actually was invited to this meeting. And yeah, go ahead, your notes, yeah. 
Oh, it's fine. Uh, so, um, uh, a general says, uh, well, we took the Earth King capital, uh, but the keep people keep fighting back. And Dad's like, hmm, Zuko, do you think they'll give up? You've hung out with these losers. <laughs> and he's like, uh, man, the Earth people are proud and strong. They'll never give up as long as they have hope. And Azula's like, yeah, Dad, fuck. Yeah, that's right. Let's crush their hope and burn everything to the ground. Super tight. Yeah. Yeah. The simplest plan in the world, just destroy the entire Earth Kingdom, man. Mm-hmm. They'll hop in their blimps, and with the power of the comet, they'll rain fire down on everything and burn all of it. And from the ashes, <gasps> there will only be one Fire Nation, and he'll be the big, bad boss of it all. And everybody says, yay, great, fantastic. These aren't the rantings of a lunatic at all. I yay. wish we had Very seen smart. a little bit Wise. more of the other Fire Generals going like, wait, what? Because even by... This is what every, even everyone mentions later. Like, even by Fire Lord standards, this is a fucking crazy-ass plan. And, mm -hmm. um... This is also the first and last time they pay any lip service to the idea that, like, there's any kind of an Earth Kingdom rebellion against the mm -hmm. Fire... Because I remember at the beginning of the season, you were talking about after Bossing Saint fell down, you were like, well, obviously, there's, there's probably going to be some episodes about, like, the Earth Kingdom, you know pockets of rebellion and stuff like that and we never saw that i guess it has been happening nope. they just haven't showed it but i wish we had seen a little bit of that then instead yeah. even when um they fight to liberate bossing say in this episode you really don't see any earth kingdom people it's just no the white lotus old people doing it like it would have been nice mm -hmm. to see like some earth kingdom rebels like i guess but i guess all those people were in jail i was gonna say i guess all the people that we would recognize like, like, Jet's gang members and stuff like that. I guess they're all in jail at this point, so... I guess they yeah. just didn't even show anyone. Hey, Zuko, that information probably would have been helpful, like, three or four episodes ago, huh? Yeah, like, when you first joined, you could have been like, Hey, what's up? And he even, like, Zuko does say, like... Like, I just... I didn't want to freak you guys out, but, like, I figured you were going to attack him anyway, so... Like, as long as you stopped him, it really wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Uh, that's the end of the episode. Go. Man, yep, that's the end. And episode. Well, it is he knows really just he set knows up. they're just moving pieces. He knows Aang isn't ready to save the world, but he's got to try. There, there won't be any world left to save, so they can do it as a team. Team Avatar's back together. Hip hip hooray! Yeah. And the caption says, "All laughing except Zuko." <laughs> as they hug. I didn't even notice that's that. Great okay, caption yeah. work. Oh. Being part of a group means part of a group hugs. Oh. Get over here, Zuko, you knucklehead, you rascal. Yeah, that's cute. You bag of peanuts. So Zuko starts training Aang and the lightning redirect, because he's going to need it, because, man, Zuko did it once, and it was exhilarating and scary, because you know if you fuck it up, you're going to die. Oh, and this is how Plus, it breaks up the idea of, like, like you got to redirect it, like, it's... Aang's like, well, what happens if you don't redirect? And it's like, well, you have to redirect it to kill the opponent. And, like, you're gonna, when you kill the, the Fire Lord. And Aang's like, what? I have to kill the Fire Lord? And it's like, everyone what? else is like, we assumed mm -hmm. that was part, yeah! You're gonna have, and yeah. like, yeah. Aang's like, what? Mm hmm They do training with Toph being the Melon Lord <laughs> That's in place yeah. of the Fire Lord, and Aang's too much of a wiener. He can't even fucking beat up a melon. A watermelon on a stick. I do That's love. Is it? Oh, it's 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 actually Sokka who steps up with a space sword and cuts off yeah. a slice of the melon in half, and he's like, "That's how it's gonna have to be done." Yeah. And Aang's all like, "No, not the melon, yeah. Lord." Yeah. Oh no, Momo, don't eat it. It's brains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
with three God. brains. Again, I should hate this shit, but for some reason, maybe it's because I grew up with Star Wars, and Star Wars is all about, like, like not giving in to hatred at the end, but, like, this makes sense to me. But Oh, and then they drive home to the point later, too. Um, I guess they're still hanging out. Yeah, and... Katara shows up with a scroll she found in the attic. It's a painting of baby Zuko. Oh, I do like when she's like, oh, so cute. Yeah. Desmodead. Sure, he was a cute baby, but he grew up into a monster and a horrible father. And Aang's like, yeah, but he's still a human being. Aang's all grumpy and yells and out, not wanting to take the Fire Lord's life because it goes against everything the monks, monks taught him. Well, Aang, all the monks are dead. Maybe <laughs> they weren't sick. right about everything. Uh, maybe, you ever think about that? Maybe the, the, the fact that the monks are extinct is like, maybe you shouldn't be taking a cue from the monks anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. He storms off. Katara tells him... Uh, not to walk out from this argument, Bazooka says, I'll let him go. Yeah, this, uh, is last time they see Zook, they, this is the last time they see Yang until the end of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he meditates with Momo by his side and falls asleep. He wakes up to some chanting and heads off all sleep-style into the ocean, and an island is just off the coast. The next morning, everybody packs up Appa, but Aang's nowhere to be found. They can't even... He left a staff. They don't know. They find footprints just walking into the sea. And Sokka says, uh, he's, it's before the big battle. He must be on a spirit journey, but no, because his body would still be there. It's got to be somewhere on Ember Island, so maybe the party house? They split up, look for him. Toph calls, uh, dibs on Zuko, because everybody else got to go on a life-changing mission with him. Now it's her turn. That's cute. Sokka flies around on Appa. Soki and Katara, uh, find Aang. Surrounded by fans, but it turns out it's just a girl from the play. Oh, that was cute. I guess they're we're, promoting we're, we're. the play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asaka uh, Toph vomits her feelings on Zuko, but he just wants to focus on I Aang. I do love... This is like the one person Toph decides to open her heart to, and and, 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 and Zuko's just like, that's great, but that doesn't matter. We got bigger problems than Mm-hmm. I mean, she is like one rich kid, one spoiled rich kid talking to another spoiled rich kid. So he he is within his thing to be like, yeah, okay, whatever. But yeah, let's go. Yeah, turns out Momo's missing too. Oh no, Appa must have eaten Momo. <laughs> Sokka climbs in Appa's mouth to get Momo back. Killing right? time because it's a Nickelodeon kid show for babies. But yeah, mm-hmm. I do love when... Oh, so wait, wait, what happens like Zuko? Is it... Somebody's talking about like they figure out what like he must be disappeared. Well, all this going on... Zuko, oh, Sokka gets spit out by Appa. And he slides just, out of Appa's mouth. And it's just happening in the, in the background. background. I thought that was actually funny. Yeah, that was cute. I love background jokes. Yeah. Especially when Sokka gets to turned into like a little, not very well detailed doll version of himself that's just covered in spit, just floating around. Yeah. Mm hmm. So uh, everybody looks at Zuko and are like, hey, you're the expert in tracking oh, which, Aang, so. That's funny that comes back, yeah. Yep, so Zuko flies Appa towards the Earth Kingdom, and they just gotta trust Zuko on this one. In the Fire Nation, the Fire Lord and Azula get led to some blimps, and he's... He's like, it's been a change of plans. You're <laughs> staying here to watch the neighborhood. And she objects, because it was her idea to burn everything to the ground. She wants to burn it all to the ground. Come on, man. I love that Azula's a psychopath enough to be like, it was my idea to destroy the world. I want to be there mm-hmm. when it happens. Yeah. No, he wants her to stay around, and she's going to be the new Fire Lord, because he's going to be ruler of the world, and he will now be named the Phoenix King. And they already oh. have all the props and flags all ready yeah, to go. Yeah, all the flags are on floor. Like, he had his branding uh, on point, yeah. And you just hear one tiny little voice in the background go, What a dork. 
There's so many people there, they can't even begin to figure out who said it. And he's like, yeah. I'll deal with you later. Yeah. He even made himself some tier one World of Warcraft armor pads. It is like the most like fucking I can't lift my head hands over my head anymore shoulder pad shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Zuko takes the gang to a seedy Earth Nation bar where he points out June. Oh, uh, turns out we've seen this bar before. Yeah. It's it's Commander Shepard. It's the only creature that can track Aang wherever he is. Plus, she can kick Ryu's from Street Fighter's ass anytime, That is totally... I don't know why they just suddenly decided Ryu had to just show up, but... Yeah. I think... I think the first time they showed her in the bar, she was like, arm wrestling Ryu. But yeah. I think you're right. Because I remember you mentioning that. Mm. Uh, Aang wakes up on an island in the middle of nowhere and the episode ends. So it's, it's Kanye Part 2, the old masters. So they tell Jun they need to find the Avatar... She says, that doesn't sound too fun, but is it more fun than the end of the world? And she's like, okay. So they have her mole thingy smell Aang staff, and it stiffens, and it sniffs everywhere, but then it lays down and it covers her, its nose, and she's like, well, that means your friend's gone. Gone, gone. <laughs> means he don't exist no more. Yeah. He's just gone. Because they're like, is he dead? Like, no, if he's dead, well, I could still track him, but, like, no, your friend <laughs> just doesn't exist anymore, yeah. Which isn't true. He's just in the middle of the ocean. Kind of suggested he's, he's, that like he might be in some kind of like pocket universe or something like that. I where, guess. Like I mean, you you know about as much as I do, so it's up to your call. But like I just always mm. assumed he was just kind of like stepped out of reality for a moment when he's hanging out. With, like, I did too the until turtles. the island brought but him back to shore. But that does bring him back. So, but you can assume that like maybe when he's out in the middle of the ocean, it's, it's not like our ocean. Well, who knows? But yeah. Anyway, they still can't get to hang. Hang is Gonzo. Yeah. 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 So uh, the kids can't find him, so there's only a, one other person that can help them stop the Fire Lord. So Zuko brings his uncle's sweaty sandal, and the creature sniffs it, and off they go. I did see, I was looking up the, the, the Wikipedia entry page for this uh, episode. I guess they did show in, like, season, like, like halfway through, like, the first season, or second season, he, Zuko had found his stinky stool. Not a stinky stool. A <laughs> stinky stool! <laughs> His stinky! His stool sample! <laughs> Something was feeling off inside his tummy, so he got his I stool know, sample. I was feeling really comfortable. And he just loved to shit all over the place. <laughs> Zuko loved to keep a little, little fucking dried Iro turd in his pocket for good luck. <laughs> what the fuck? I need more sugar. I'm just, my brain is not fully woken up. He's got one of Uncle Iroh's stinky sandals, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, Bill. But I guess we did see him find the sandal, like, like two seasons ago, but yeah. I guess he just uh, okay. kept it in his pocket, I guess? I guess. Oh, dear, Addy, I guess when he, like, left the Fire Nation, that was the one thing he decided to take with him? He's like, I'm yeah. gonna leave my Crown Prince thing uh, uh, behind. Why did he need to take Iroh's stinky sandal with me? Mm-hmm. Oh. So they run all night and into the next day, all the way to Bossing Say. And June is like, I don't know, he's in there somewhere. I Peace. Know, she's Mount just losers. like, well, I, there's a hole in the wall. Good luck. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so they'll set up camp and look for him in the next morning because it's not like time's important or anything. Yeah. So Aang finds a hexagon. It's not made out of rock. He's not sure what it is. He wishes he had help like the Avatar Roku. Oh, wait, he does have Roku inside himself. He got all of the knowledge of the past avatars, which is what Roku tells him. He's like, it's hella cool. Aang wants to know what to do about the Fire Lord. And elsewhere at the kids' camp, Toph feels something coming as they're all sleeping with their hands and their feet and shit. And uh, they get surrounded by fire, and there's some old dudes, including Boonie. Boomy. Yay! Yay! 
Aang uh, elsewhere, Aang tells Roku he don't know if he can kill the Fire Lord. And Roku, Roku is like, man, yeah, I showed mercy once. And <laughs> it donked everything up real the bad. The whole reason if this whole situation had... exists is because I showed mercy once. Yeah. If I had been more of a badass, I could have stopped the war before it started. So here's my advice. Be decisive. So, and then uh, back at Bossy and say... Uh, those aren't just any old men, they're the old masters! They got Power costumes and everything like that! Yeah, yeah. It, it's not just a couple guys, but, like, someone did a lot of sewing here. Yeah, they, it's the same place that the stonecutters get their costumes from. <laughs> it's totally that kind of, you're exactly right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and spoilers for Legend of Korra just a little bit, it's not like, Uh, they do flesh out the, the, the White Lotus a little more, where it turns oh. out White, the White Lotus organization is also the organization in charge of... Uh, finding the next avatar whenever the, whenever an avatar dies and the next one needs to How? be found like so they're like because you had asked me at the beginning of the show if an organization like that existed and like this mm. I mean obviously it's a retcon when they when they mention that in Legend of Korra but when with everybody when them looking for uh, Aang for the hundred years he was vanished how did they not know that there wasn't like he was dead and didn't just go and move on to the next one. Yeah, that's entirely possible. And this organization would have been the the people in charge of like looking for the next avatar if they thought Aang was dead. And yeah. so it's entirely possible, maybe not these guys specifically because it would have been 100 years ago, but like whoever the were the white lotus before these guys presumably like as the the 100 years war was starting would have been like probably out there unless they have a way to figure out if the current avatar is dead like i don't know if there's some kind of like device they have that lets yeah. them know because like there has to have been some times where like the avatar just went off and just disappeared and died for some reason that that no one else knew about and like yeah then how do you know to start looking for the next avatar and unless you like maybe a decade later you start hearing news reports of like some kid on the other side of the world is like bending all four elements at the same time or something like that but even then would the kid even know that he could even bend all four elements unless someone tell like it's yeah it's even in Korra that's like kind of undefined but at least in Korra they do like show that there's at least some kind of structure there led by these guys so, yeah. mm -hmm. anyway so uh Master Paku there is there the, the ice water dude and he's grand like, grand oh, Paku yeah and he bows and he says oh bows so respectful but how about a creepy hug for your new grandpa oh yeah does he say I I I, I, I he cannot say creepy grandpa but like that's always no, the intonation though no he doesn't though. say like, creepy that would be the greatest moment of self awareness from from him though if he said that though, yeah. I just want to smell your hair a little bit. I know, I smell like Werther's Originals and Mothballs, but... So I I got a problem with him. Oh no, yeah? The whole thing... No, no, no. Um, you think like... Master Pocket should be dead? He was no. an asshole. Yeah, he was an asshole, and it seemed like... Uh, Grandma fled <laughs> that water nation... To get away to go, from... To get away from that guy, even though, you know... So Katara hopefully, said, Katara said, "Oh, she left because she couldn't handle the yeah. rules of this area." Oh, but I, I think she left because that guy was a dick. And then he shows up at her door, is like, "Hey, let's get married now." And she's like, and she, she should just be like, like oh. you know, I, I, yeah, you were like, yeah, this is not a good thing. What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, well, the relationship now, is consensual, and he just didn't browbeat her into marrying her when <laughs> she's like ninety. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'll be dead soon enough, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? 
Life is Who already cares? horrible. They've already murdered everyone in in the southern uh, water tribe. The southern water tribe is literally three huts and a and a toilet in the ice. And what does it even matter anymore? I wish I was dead anyway. Let's get married. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, there's also that firebending man that was the master that oh, taught the Aang first, how to yeah, how to teacher. burn Katara's hands. Yeah. And uh, that sword guy is there who doesn't bend anything. He just chops people his up. His power is just sword. Like, even when they show him fighting here, when he shows up, he's just got his sword and that's it, yeah. Yeah. There's Boomy, because old, all old men know each other. I thought that was funny, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're also part of an ancient secret society, a group that transcends the division of the four nations. Wow! You guys did a great job being useless. Yeah! Fantastic, keep it up. You yeah. guys, what are you guys, like, just like the fucking... Uh, fucking air nomads. What have you guys been doing for the last hundred years? Did not fucking work. Yeah. But, yeah. I guess they have Good been job. laying track for the existence of the White Lotus ever since the first season, though, because, like, yeah. Iroh had the White Lotus tile, and, like, yeah, that, that was a little bit of a thing, and obviously this is a big retcon here at the end that, like, everybody's a part of that organization, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um... But Aang's still talking to spirits. Yeah, because Boomy's like, someone's missing. Momo! Momo's oh, missing! Somebody uh, very important with is Aang. missing, yeah. So long as wah, they have wah. each other, they'll be alright. Yeah. They need to find Uncle. So, uh, a request went out from Uncle to assemble the group uh, uh, of super friends with some important task. So, Aang is on an um, island, and she's, he summons Kiyoshi, and uh, he's been there for like a whole day and a half and he's managed to summon one dude <laughs> Takes climb a, a hill yeah maybe speed it up a little bit Aang. yeah maybe maybe join a group call here maybe it doesn't have yeah. to be one at a time <laughs> so uh yeah. uh he says uh that that hey that one conqueror you fought was a real jerk and but and you stopped him Ang's like yeah but you didn't kill him he fell to his death because he was so too stubborn, and she doesn't see a difference with that. She, she would, and she, plus, she totally would have killed that guy. I love, she yeah. Have done whatever it would would take to stop him. Yeah, Kyoshi here, uh, voiced by Commander Shepard too. She's like, personally, I don't see the difference. I would have killed him anyway. Yeah. 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 Her advice: only justice will bring peace. And with that, Pat, peace. She out. Yeah. We're all I, out I of think after avatars. everyone, Aang is like, I should have known not to talk to that person. Because, like, yeah, he's getting the answers he doesn't want from every, every one of these people, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, uh... Boomy tells a story about how he didn't uh, escape from his city. Everyone else did, because during the eclipse, he broke his bonds and took back his city. He fucked the Fire Nation up real good. Sent them all running. He did lay uh, waste to his city, because I guess it was on the day of Black Sun when all the firebenders lost their firepower. Um, I guess he used a bunch of rocks to smash up his, his little coffin, his metal metal coffin, so he can get out of it. And then he, like, wrecked his whole city! <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, like, through, like, just, 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 I guess the Fire Nation had installed all these, like, Fire Nation pipes and shit. And so he, like, rips out all the buildings with pipes and throws them away. And then, like, I guess they built a statue of Lord Ozai at the top of the, the the city and he rips that down and it goes and smashes yeah. the one bridge out of town after everyone's been chased out. All the out. Fire Nation people flee. Yeah, so I guess now it's Ghost Town that even Boomy leaves, so I guess no one's there at all, except for a starving mm. bunny, I guess, but, yeah. yeah. What about the kids? Did they do anything interesting on the day of the clips? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. No, no wah, failed wah. invasions or anything. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't fuck it up, no. Wah, wah. Oh, man! 
Here's an avatar. It's a different guy we haven't seen before. It's the famous Kuruk. He was a cool surfer dude, I guess. Yeah. It's all he cared about was bending sweet waves, but then he got but then he lost the love of his life to the face stealer from season one. I was about to say we've seen that creature before, yeah, which did threaten mm -hmm. to steal Aang's face if he showed any emotion. Yeah. Um they have done a really cool reading reading the Wikipedia entry about this, because you know, they've put out all kinds of comics and books and stuff like that, where yeah. they have retconned the relationship between this avatar and the the one that Aang talks to after this as being this interesting mm -hmm. thing where I guess the air nomad uh who Aang talks to at the end here was actually existed before this Kurik waterbender guy. And uh <clears throat> I guess she was a really good uh political politically savvy person who brought peace to the to the human world and she was a real fucker upper and so there was nothing for Kurik to do in terms of, like, mm. you know, keeping the world at peace, so he had a relatively peaceful time. But there's this whole thing about, I guess, I guess the other half of the Avatar's uh, responsibilities is also to, like, look after the spirit world, which I guess that uh, Yang Chen Air Nomad Avatar had completely not paid attention to, so I guess the spirit world had begun to fall apart, and so that's mm. why Kurik had to wind up fighting that space stealer lady who killed his wife, and, like, so he's developed this reputation for having been this super laid-back avatar who didn't have to do anything in the real world while secretly having this super tumultuous life where he was constantly fighting the forces of spiritual darkness and, like, trying hmm. to avenge his wife's death and all this shit, where it's like, oh, shit, like, yeah, like, he seems like just a total, like, idiot. Not an idiot, but, like, like a total passive, like, non-entity in this episode, but, like, the, the, the past they've retroactively given him is, like, this big tortured thing. I thought that was actually mm -hmm. kind of cool. Anyway, but yeah, he his advice is just hang ten uh, dudes. And gotta actively shape your own destiny and the destiny of the world. And man, none of these avatars telling Aang how not to kill people. <laughs> how long is it gonna be until he finds one avatar that says, no, don't kill him? Yeah. Yeah, the kids get to camp. Iroh's in a tent. Zuko can't go in. He can't face Uncle. Because Iroh loves Zuko, and he donked it up, and he must hate me now. And, uh... Who the hell is Natara? Katara. Oh, I <laughs> mistyped that. I was like, who the fuck says if you're sorry, I'm sure it's 30 in the morning. Natara. Yeah. Not Katara a lot of light. Says, hey, if you're very sorry, I'm sure he'll forgive you. So Zuko goes in a tent where his uncle's snoring away in bed. And Zuko Farting goes in bed and, and it's all down. like stinky and stinks. That tent stinks so bad. It's so humid. He had just been eating a can of chili right before his sleep. And like the whole, mm -hmm. it's the mess inside that tent. Oh my god! Yeah, he goes inside to wait for Uncle to wake up, and Ang's upset because I've all the avatars keep being like, "God, you gotta kill him! What are you doing? Kill that guy! He's crazy!" But maybe an air nomad avatar will tell Ang what he needs to hear. Yeah, that's the ticket. So he yeah. summons Avatar Yang Chen, and Ang's like, "I'm so gentle. I'm a gentle little little icky bicky boy. Isn't it cool being gentle? I'm always so gentle. I pet the doggies and stuff." Yeah, and even and Yang Chen like, agrees with him. Like, you are you are a tender spirit. But yeah, she's like, "Yeah, that's cool." She pulls this out. Is, she pulls. This isn't about you. This is about the world, my dude. She pulls out a Glock, cocks it, and hands it to him. <laughs> She says, you gotta put a bullet in the fucker's head. And he's like, yeah. no! Yeah. Do some bullet bending, dude. <laughs> Fucking learn to mine gunpowder, bitches. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but so, yeah. Uh... She's like, yeah, you have to sacrifice. Oh, because your duty is to the world. 
that supersedes any spiritual needs that you yeah. have. Well, he says the monk taught him to detach himself from the world so his spirit could be free. And okay, whatever that means, Aang and Aang says, that actually and That actually is a plot point in The Legend of Korra, because there's a whole thing about mm. what happens if you're an air nomad and you actually manage to detach yourself from all worldly things. You get a cool fucking superpower. But yeah, mm. anyway. And she's like, yeah, lots of monks have done that, but you can't, because your sole duty is to yeah, the world. Yeah. So here's my wisdom for you. Selfless duty calls you to sacrifice your own spiritual needs and do whatever it takes to protect the world. Kill the asshole. Hank <laughs> like, screams oh, fuck so loudly. All the trees, <laughs> all the birds of the trees go rattling up into the sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he guess he doesn't have a choice. He has to kill the Fire Lord. If only... Someone had been telling you that from the start, and oh wait, everybody in the world had. You think if the Lion Turtle wanted to give him that, you think the Lion Turtle could just start with, Hey, Aang, guess what? You don't have to kill the Fire Lord, I'm gonna give you magic power. Like, why why torture Aang and waste all this time by having did him- Did give him magic powder or did it just, just unlock start? it? start, why did he like, yeah, why did he just show up on the coastline and just say, Hey, your magic power crazy, go nuts, but yeah. <laughs> Crazy go nuts. <laughs> go nuts with your ability to strip people of their bending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See what happens when you try to strip somebody of their bending who they're not a bender. <laughs> they just lose. They, they just become incontinent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. Go make do crazy experiments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the Back next morning, Iroh Iro's wakes up. Cabin, yeah. yeah, he wakes up, and Zuko's like, man, I'm so sorry. This oh, is Oh, man, I, I really forked it up. Yeah, he really oh. is all like, oh, yeah. But he doesn't get to finish before Uncle gives him a hug oh. and says he was never mad at him. He was sad because he thought Zuko had lost his way, but he knows he found it now, and that's totally rad. And then he does a kickflip, and they skateboard out of there. <laughs> and then they leave. That's when they leave the series. That's it. <laughs> so, thumbs up yeah yeah he's glad he found it has his been way long there. enough we've heard iroh that i forgot it's wrong sounding iroh though and mm -hmm. again that voice actor did the best he could but it's not it's yeah. still not the same but like it yeah. wasn't that hard to find iroh he has a pretty strong scent oh uh -huh. and so ang wakes friend. up and finds the island has floated back to land turns out that shit's a giant animal ang's gotta swim around to see its face so, uh, Iroh tells the kids he won't kill the Fire Lord. History will just see it as brother killing another brother to take that power. That is an interesting nine, perspective. Nine, nine, nine. This has got to be like, yeah, this has got to transcend internal Fire Lord Fire Nation mm -hmm. politics. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, it's got to be the Avatar that beats him, and he won't take his place on the throne. And, to, and he will not take his rightful place on the throne. It's got to be Zuko once everything's done because he's been through so much. Uh, he's restored his honor. and he's, It's got to be somebody with unquestionable now. honor, which that's mm -hmm. the nicest thing he's probably said to Iroh, like, uh, to Zuko this entire show that, like, yeah, the person who has to take that throne has to be unimpeachably, like, awesome. Yeah, when Uncle was a kid, he had a vision of taking uh, Ba Sing Se, but now he knows... Now, only now does he realize that that vision of it was him taking it back from the Fire Nation so the Earth Kingdom can be free once more. Hip, hip away. So when the Avatar beats the Fire Lord, Zuko's gonna be in the Fire Nation and ready to hop on that throne, but he'll have to fight Azula for it, but he will not do it alone. Katara will be with him to help <laughs> put her in her place. Or just stand or on the side and watch there, as he puts her in her anything. place. Yeah, especially, like, 
Uncle Iroh forget that, like, I, they're very lucky that the next couple scenes happen where Azula loses her mind and gets rid of all of her protectors and troops and everything like that. Otherwise, Zuko would have needed way more than even Katara to get the fuck. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, well, it's a kid show for babies. It's a kid show for babies. So, uh, Zuko wants to know what Uncle will do once the Fire Lord is defeated. And he's going to reconquer his tea shop in Ba Sing Se, and he's going to play a stupid white lotus game every day. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to finally beat Yoshi's Island. <laughs> he's been trying to find all those red coins forever. <laughs> like, it's the internet hasn't been existed yet, so I can't find a guide online. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, elsewhere, uh, there's a lion turtle, and it speaks, and it says the truth. The true mind can weather all lies and illusions. Because Angus, he's like, hey, and everybody keeps telling me I gotta kill that one jerk guy, but I don't want to kill that one jerk guy. What you say? I'm surprised it didn't say, man, you gotta kill that one jerk guy. Yeah, he just says a bunch of things about, like, since beginning of time, things have been different. Darkness and the void and mm -hmm. just a bunch of vague stuff. And I guess I guess this is a part where he does give Aang the ability to take away bending, but he never really specifically articulates it. But we get to see that moment in a flashback at the very apex. Well, of it's the, weird the, the because finale. it says shit. It says shit to him. And, he and touches then it touches his, him his and he glows green. His, 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 his forehead and his heart and does like yeah. green light magic but stuff to Aang. But then when it does the flashback later and he it's says more a different to him, thing. It's, yeah, so it's a little bit it's like... It's before it. Yeah, yeah, so not quite sure what... It's a magic yeah. lion turtle. I don't... It's why... It's... Yeah. It's whatever. Plot device turtle. Yeah. Uh, it touches Aang. He glows green. He puts Aang on land and says, Wait for him. He will come. And then it leaves Aang. And Aang jumps away. Elsewhere, the Fire Lord says, It's time for the world to burn. <laughs> and I will be reborn from the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> Skeletor! And the comet burns in the sky and the episode ends. Oh, uh, we did see, though, uh, the, the bit with uh, Iroh and the kids ends with everyone splitting up, where <clears throat> he not only sends Zuko and Katara off to, to uh, the Fire Nation capital oh, yeah. on uh, Aang's... <laughs> so many names to remember! On Appa's back, but he also... there's They've got some kind of like lizard dinosaur dog, and he's like fucking tough... Suki and Sokka, they're gonna go yes. take care of the Fire Nation air fleets. And yes, then send everyone the says, into the air. Destiny's yes. on our side today, I know it. I'll see you guys soon. Mm -hmm. The end. Yeah, and then the, that, that's yeah. when it cuts to the Fire Nation, or the Fire Lord, the, the comet showing yeah. up, the skies turn red, and, and everything's all fucked up. Yep. Part three, the Inferno into the Inferno. That is Part nice, three. yeah. Probably don't. It's going down. This is this is the actual finale. Everything shit is going down. The, the previous two efforts was set up. Now is the actual shit when this is this is the last day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the comet is just like 15 feet above the ground. That seems dangerous. <laughs> it is giant. It's like it's like the cover for Final Fantasy VII. It's happening about 100 feet off the ground. Yeah. 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 Zuko looks worried. Not about Azula. Uh, about Aang. What if he can't kill Zuko's dad? Katara says he has to. He'll pull it together. Elsewhere, Azula's eating cherries, and she finds a pit in a cherry. Oh, man. Oh, no. She blames the cherry girl. Oh, she could have choked on that shit. But since it's her big coronation day, uh, she only banishes that girl. Which, honestly, 
Seems like a fantastic alpha outcome for that girl. Seriously, Don't gotta serve Azula anymore. Azula. Yeah. I bet the other two girls were like, man, I wish I could be banished. And the best thing, she gets to skip out on the rest of all this day pre preparations, and probably just about she's she's about to leave. Uh, she probably hears word that, oh yeah, did you guys hear that Azula got chained, and now she's she's not, and like, so you're like, oh good, I can still get to stay, and now I get to hang out with Zuko, and Zuko's not a fucking nightmare. So of yeah. all the characters in this, in this finale, uh, Cherry Pit Slave Girl probably works out the, I don't know if she's a slave, but like she probably gets oh, the I'm best sure gig. Oh, I'm sure she's a slave. Yeah, I'm sure she's probably not. It's yeah, I'm sure she would not prefer to be there if she could help it. But yeah, so yeah, you don't serve apart. Azula unless you're a slave. Yeah, her Azula's uh, coronation day will not be marred by poor foot hygiene. And then mm -hmm. she lifts her foot, and the foot fetishes fetish guys who have not been able to jerk <laughs> off the top in a while suddenly get. Oh God. Yeah. I don't, I don't, Yep, kids shows. You gotta show how evil people are by them being kind of mean, mean sort of servants. Yeah, yeah. Can't can't just shoot an underling, so you just gotta scold them. I uh, didn't really show why Zula's starting to fly fly apart at the the edges here. She just abruptly starts to lose her mind. Yeah, um, I, I wish they had built up to that a little more, like I, more than just one episode. <laughs> people pointed out that it's like I guess her betrayal, the fact that she was betrayed by Tylee and May. Which were her only friends? Mm -hmm. Would I guess presumably set her off, but like they never did anything to really specifically articulate that. And so now like, she's she just... kind of her dad kind of is like, "Hey, you can't come with me," but that nothing comes of that. Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah, and so she, and of course she's the whole only thing she wanted to be fireloot, so she's getting exactly what she wanted anyway. So like, yeah, but it's just very lucky for everyone. She just happens to be losing her mind here right when it matters the most. Yeah. yeah. So. So, uh, Sokka's, uh, ground troops make, uh, ground fall on their lizard. They swim to some place where all the blimps are, and they sneak into the blimp area. The fleet's already taken off. Oh, oh no! Toph launches them into the air and lands on the blimp, and now she's useless because she <laughs> can't really do much. She can't feel... can she feel through uh, metal? I think she can feel through metal, but, like, she obviously can't okay. feel beyond the metal, so she can only feel what's going on in that one ship. I do like the thing where she's like, she doesn't know what's happening. They're just like, oh, yeah, the airships have just launched. She asks where, and she doesn't wait for them to answer before she launches them up into the air with earthbending, and they land on the ship, yeah. but then they have to catch her, which I thought was a great moment, but, yeah, there's a lot of really dodgy CG. I mean, for, like, 2004, it's oh, okay, yeah. but right now, man, it looks like fucking, like, fucking 3D Google warehouse assets. Like, everything gets yeah, super low frame spent, ratey. Yeah. Yeah, the budget, the animator spent all the budget zooming out and panning to show the Fire Lord standing on the edge of a ship and being all evil. Yeah, with his Final Fantasy gauntlets and his, his, his PlayStation got, like, 2 blimps and, yeah. Ten airships to destroy That's, the entire world? I'm assuming world? there's other f ships, because this is... If they're gonna mow the lawn to, like, going back and forth to destroy the entire Earth Kingdom, they're gonna be at the... Especially with... If they can only do this during the comet, I'm assuming the comet's only they, gonna be there for, like, a half hour at the most. It's gonna take them ten yeah. weeks to slowly... Are they just destroying the Earth Kingdom, or are they trying to do everything? They said just, just the Earth Kingdom. But even okay. then, we've seen the Earth Kingdom is huge, and the, but they can only yeah. with with these eight ships, they can only burn like a hundred yard swath of the land at a time. And when you're talking about something like the size of what seems to be like the continental United States, it's gonna take months. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what mm -hmm. they're. 
Again, you're not supposed to think about it too much, but yeah. Yeah. Well. So Azula calls for the Dai Li. She's in the fire. The Lord one thing that could have saved her for the rest of this now. episode, she like loses her mind at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they took five minutes to get there, and that's so enough she to banish them. Yeah. 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 Seems to seem she might be going a little crazy oh, with power. power. Cocoa puffs. Toph knocks on the door of the airship oh, this and encases is herself in some iron armor. One of the best moments of the finale. Yeah. She kicks everyone's ass, takes control of that shit. I love... What about the rest of the crew? Does she mm? even touch the door? Or she, like, walks through the door, shifts it around herself to create, like, a makeshift... Oh, she falls face forward onto the door after she knocks it down. Yeah, it turns into a suit, makeshift suit of armor. And she just murders everyone in the room. And, yeah, so now they have control of the, the airship. Yep. Uh, what about the rest of the crew? Well, Sokka's got an idea, so he gets on the overhead and says, Could everybody please go down and stand on top of the Bombay doors for cakes and drinks? It's somebody's birthday today. <laughs> I do love it. It's also his voice, like, A very special birthday today. And I love that everyone Two falls guys. for it. That's it's fucking yeah, dumb as hell. I love and, it. They talk awkwardly, and one guy's like, Oh, how long have you been here? I'm up top. Where are yeah. you? Away? I can't. Some guy runs up and is like, I can't believe the captain remembered my birthday. That's, that's, that's a great moment. <laughs> like, oh no, yeah. They all get dropped in the ocean, and one guy's like, Happy birthday. I, I appreciate this episode. That part felt very, uh, 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 Venture Brothers ish. It really, seriously, it feels like, yeah. Because I think the Venture Brothers had just been starting around this time, and that totally... Well, because when you have underlings having really mundane things like this, like, totally... I almost wonder if they've been watching uh, some of the Adventure Brothers, and they're like, oh, let's have a little bit, a bit of that this. But, yeah. Because yeah. even the quality of their voices, they totally sound like Venture Brothers henchmen underlings, yeah. Uh, it, it, I'm kind of surprised one of the guys isn't like, oh, I'm surprised he's not over the fire... Oh, God, how's the guy's voice go? Oh no! All right, this guy. You're talking about this yeah, guy. The Fire Lord remembered my birthday. Yeah, I'm so, almost surprised it's I not that voice. It. Yeah. God, oh. when's Adventure Brothers coming back? Fuck, man. We'll do fucking oh, man. We'll do if you. We'll do. We'll bring back Tari to the party, and we'll do uh, Cora and fucking Venture Brothers. Jump back and forth and do that shit. I'm missing a lot of it. I can't remember where I stopped I can't watching. Because for the longest time, been I was the one who had been behind. A few but, seasons. Yeah, it's still. It's still good, and they're supposed to be coming back, so... Yeah, mm -hmm. those last couple seasons, it's maintained the... Yeah, uh, anyway. Fire Lord Ozai, here they come! So, at the fire uh, capital, the old twins come in to see Oh, Zula, yeah, the old like, Fire Nation Grannies. What are you grannies. doing? Yeah, you banished, like, everyone? Yeah, what's going on? And she's like, well, they cannot be trusted, just like me and Bai Lee. Oh, no one can be trusted. So they're like, maybe we should postpone your coronation. Which one of you said that? And then she banishes one and keeps the other. And I do love them. They're like, she switches their names. And they're like, oh, and she, oh, she, at first she's like, I need you to, you guys are going to have to do an Agni Kai. And they're like, we're not firebenders. And then she, mm -hmm. yeah, banishes one, but not the other. But she fucks up their name and then leaves. And then they're, they're both like, we don't know what to do. <laughs> Which I thought yeah. that was cute. Mm -hmm. I don't think uh, Zula would make a very good fire uh, No, especially if this is how... I'm surprised there's not, like, actually a little bit of rebellion starting with it. I guess they don't want to piss off the Phoenix King, though, but, like... Mm. Yeah, if it weren't for the Phoenix King, I kind of wonder if the Fire Nation people wouldn't start rebelling against her, too. But... 
What would he have done if he had mission accomplished? He comes back and she's just crazy and fucking snotting everywhere. He's just like, ah, shit, I should have been nice to Azuko because I didn't realize this is where we're just going (laughs) to lose her mind. Right when I need her to the most, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, the old dudes show up in Boston Say and just start wrecking shop. It turns out it takes only four guys to defeat an entire Fire Nation army. Instead of a whole episode of filler, why didn't we have a whole episode of old dudes kicking ass? Uh, yeah. That'd have been fun. Uh, I, yeah, this is one of those things that would have been, or at least, like I said, it would have been nice to actually, like, with the, to unite, the, with, like, if they uh, showed them uniting with, like, the, the, the Earth Nation rebels or something like that, just to create more of a genuine military thing going on here. But nope, it's just, well, three benders and one guy with a sword are able to, like, single-handedly liberate all of the bossing say which is a vast like new york city size city too i don't know how that works mm-hmm. but whatever i don't know whatever zula's going more and more crazy her hair even betrays her so she has to banish this it. is one of my favorite Chops scenes where she like yeah she's like cutting her hair and i uh, know her hair like yeah she's tying up her hair one part of it becomes undone she loses she, she cuts her hair she's like your hair my hair is you're no she says oh hair you are doomed and this is the part where she yeah. literally, like, this is totally, like, she, like, her mom shows up in the mirror, and she's yelling at her mom, and yeah. she's making ugly mouth. Like, this is how you know she's actually gone crazy, she she's develops big ugly mouth, which is just animation mm. shorthand <laughs> for going crazy, and... Yeah, yeah, but, like, you really feel, because, like, like, especially when Azula's either mom shows up and says, I they... love you, she can't handle that, and she just, like, loses her mind, yeah. Either they gave the Azula scenes a lot more budget, or one animator was really into really, making her go crazy. Yeah, they... And even later, like, they're in some of the fight stuff with Azula where she's losing her mind. Like, Azula's the best animated character in the finale. Like, there's one person who really yeah. want really to bat for Azula in all of her scenes here, yeah. I just mm-hmm. heard that Great Lyle is, like, a fucking amazing voice actor, too, but, like... Yeah, but anyway, so it's still Final Fantasy can cover with the comet outside. Yeah. Uh, Fire Lord starts feeling the power from the comet and just starts whoosh burning up the land. Really good sound effects. And, and I love the whole thing yeah, where, it. like, when they show him starting to firebend, it's like a spark from a, like, um... Stove? Like a stove or like a... What's the thing when you ignite and to, when you do, like, some soldering iron stuff? Like a blowtorch? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, the big... The big hissing sound of just the fire... And, like, even we get mm-hmm. that when, when Toph is, like, she could feel the heat from all the fire that's going on from inside the, the thing. She's like, that's a lot of fire. And there's the, between the yeah. sound, that the sound sells the fire as much in this whole sequence as much as anything else. But, you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, he starts burning up the land, but Aang's there in the distance. And he says, I'm only going to let him burn a couple hundred <laughs> more acres before I get involved. I, you know what? If he burns more than 30 so. deer alive, I'm going to have to step in, I think. <laughs> so, um, Aang starts kicking rocks at him. <laughs> Destroys the blimp. Fire Lord gets naked, launches himself at yeah, Aang. Yeah, so much for the armor, man. On I guess rocks. the armor is supposed to be ceremonial, but it's still like, yeah. And this is the part where, like, the Fire, fire Lord's blimp just very gently. It should be, mm-hmm. like, the, the fucking. Not the Guggenheim. What's the one from the Led Zeppelin ah, album Ah, the cover? Guggenheim. Yeah. The, the, the disastrous Guggenheim <laughs> crashing to Earth. What was that ship, the Hindenburg? You'd think it would all be Hindenburging, but no, the, mm-hmm. the Fire Lord ship just, like, gently lands on a rock, and that's it. No one died. 
Yeah, yeah. Aang, but Aang is back, baby. And Aang says, huh, we don't have to fight. You could, you have the power to stop this. And he pushes his glasses up his <laughs> nose. Big fucking nerd. Man, this is Aang for the whole rest of this episode. Just being like, I don't want to fight you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he does have the power to do flame. There. So, um... What can the kids on the airship do to stop the other blimps? Because they're going to burn yeah, shit up. Yeah, because too. also, oh, there's no plan yeah. to catch up with the Fire Lord ship and fuck it up. And then suddenly Sokka's like, okay, they're too far ahead. We can't catch up, So, but we can take out the rest mm -hmm. of the other fleet. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, what might the blimp slice be? Well, Sokka flies that blimp into the air as the Fire Nation starts burning up uh, the ground below it. Uh, the kids are really uh, good. They must have been playing, like, Blimp Simulator 3000 while flying on Hoppus yeah. back, because everyone's really good at flying these blimps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sokka puts that ship on autopilot, and they run to the top of the blimp of the air, and it starts cutting across all the other blimps. Just Yeah, blamsers. despite the blimps are, like, in a V formation, which you think would keep them from being able to, like, destroy all the other ships in one shot like this. The ship that they, they, nah. the blimp that they're on managed to cut across the backs of all the other ships and destroy all those other ships. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Until they get to the very so, end and they have to hop so off. So they get separated. Yeah, they their blimp like falls apart in half and then even... Yeah, she'll be fine. They gotta finish the mission. Yeah, but even Toph and uh, Sokka have to jump off the one half that they were on onto the last airship yeah. that is still somehow remaining a uh, float for a little while, yeah. At the Fire Nation, Azula's uh, about to get crowned Fire Lord, but Katara and Zuko show up and they say, No, uh, 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 me, though. <laughs> Literally, the I guy's about to say, crowned. pronounce, he says he's in the middle of saying, Fire Lord, uh, and then they show up. Yeah, there you hear mm -hmm. the bison, and if they had just literally showed up to, like a second later, uh, Azula would have been Fire Lord, but nope. But it, that wouldn't have mattered I anyway. Mean, it wouldn't have mattered, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she, uh, she's like, all right, let's do Agni Kai. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And Katara's like, dude, I wanted to kick her ass, too. What are you fucking doing? Come yeah, on, man. Why did I fly like, here all the way if we were going to do this? Yeah. He's like, mm, something is off about her. I can't explain it, but uh, she's slipping, and I can take her. I can take her that way. Nobody else will get hurt. She's, so like, stand like, three feet over here. Rude. Yeah, stand right here where she can easily use you as an attack. He hands he her wants. a Simon Quest LCD video game handheld thing. Play this mm -hmm. while we fight. Yeah. Yeah, wear this shirt that kind of looks like a Target. Perfect. <laughs> no, it's so a t shirt start... from Target. He didn't realize it yeah, would a become a Target. Target. No. Whoops. They start fighting and uh, it gets animated up the ass. Yeah, no, this is. Uh, they went nuts with this. And this is, I have to admit, man, this is the moment, I've raved about this online before, but man, this is the moment where the, this, this is, this is it. The, from, from Bill Mudgeron, this is the moment mm. where Avatar becomes one of the greatest shows of all time. Because the show- It only took that off a second to last episode. <laughs> <laughs> it took, took 59 episodes to get there. But the fact that the show is smart enough not to portray this fight as a cool thing, but as a sad thing, because as soon as they start to fight, all the sound effects drop out except for like the hissing of the fire and the music mm. is just a dirge. I love that they're not mm -hmm. presenting this as like an action-packed cool scene, but the show knows that this is a sad event that this brother and mm. sister have to fight like this. And I thought that was like that means a lot to me cuz my sister's a fucking sociopath and so I've got some mm -hmm. emotional skin in the game and, and in terms of like an asshole having to fight his idiot sister. And so like that means a lot more to me than maybe some other people. 
but like yeah the fact that like and just yeah it's just, and of course just the animation itself it's just like fantastic and they're just really kicking the shit out of you well not even actually kicking the it's mostly just deflecting and stuff but yeah anyways but they start to fight yeah and elsewhere uh fire lord is fighting ang and not really fighting. fighting as much as just chasing ang all over the place and ang's just doing yeah. the best to stay like literally a step ahead of the fire lord yeah Ang gets beat up a bit, but he uses rock armor, but only for like Tessa a second. Tessa gets blown off him immediately afterwards. Yeah, though. yeah. Fire Lord starts to use lightning, but Ang redirects it. He could have blown it back at him and fucking ended they it right there. They have that but moment says, where they like they show that like Ang had he makes that decision not to kill the Fire Lord yeah. right there, but yeah, launches it into the sky and says, "I'm a goober." <laughs> cool, Ang. Nerds cool win forever. You're right. Do I get mm -hmm. extra credit for being a good moral person in this fight? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Azula and Zuko keep fighting. Her face gets more and more frames of animation as it goes. Yeah, she just gets good. Yeah, I, do, I love how she's flying around, though. She's using the like her fire jets. And there's just like, there's a great shot where she's like blow, blasting one specific wall of fire at, at Zuko, and his foot kind of slips. And like, it's yeah. just kind of, yeah, but. He does end up beating her with, I think it's one of the moves he learned from the dancing dragon thing where he like, he like twirls on his feet and like kicks her out of the air and she just ends up going flying, landing flat on her face practically. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, man, you aren't using your lightning because you know I'll why? just redirect it, you dork. Zuko, don't tempt her. And you just won. Don't like start shit. Just, yeah. Why are, why are you taunting she... the, the, the beast here? Yeah. She looks over her shoulder, and then it turns out Katara's back there picking her nose, just not paying know, attention. Like, Zuko doesn't even notice. He's just like, he starts. He's already in his mind picking out like what his what his throne room drapes are gonna look like, and it's like mm -hmm. Zuko, pay attention. No, yeah. And she says, "Oh, I'll use lightning all night." There, <laughs> and she zaps at Katara, and he says, "No, the most normal possible." Like he he runs in slow motion. He has, he has enough time to run in slow motion and intercept the lightning. Kind of doesn't quite redirect as much as absorbs it. All while... <laughs> not a great moment for Katara. She's just like, well, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Well, she was rolling that booger in between her <laughs> I fingers know, exactly, to make yeah. it into a little ball. Oh, uh, but she... And then Azula starts laughing and stumbles. God, she, yeah, she stumbles, runs him. at the camera and suddenly cuts away. But that's just like, yeah, the animation is... Yeah. Yeah. So Aang hides himself inside a rock bar and the ball and the Fire Lord's like, ah, you're weak. You don't deserve to live in this world just like everyone else. Prepare to die. Aang was willing to murder some dudes when they thought they took his giant I bison, don't... but he can't kill this dude yeah. who has murdered uh, who knows how many people and wants to destroy the world. But okay, you do you, Aang. Break sure, his legs sure, sure. at least. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, Again, it works for me, but I could totally... I against. I don't know why it works for would, me, yeah. Would Aang be opposed to bloodbending, do you think? Probably, but, like, as opposed mm. to murder? Why not? Although we haven't seen, like... Have we, does he even know about blood? Oh, no, he got he blood doesn't bends. know about blood bending. He actually he was there, yeah, so he knows what blood bending oh, is. Oh, yeah, he does, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or at least fucking use airbending to suck the air out of the dude and knock him out, or, like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, back at the blimp. Anyway, part four, Avatar Aang. I wonder what's going to happen with Aang in this episode. Oh, well, yeah. It's a, here we are, <laughs> though. It is the final episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. We dude it. 
So the Fire Lord keeps attacking the ball that Aang is inside, made out of Earth. As uh, Toph and Sokka run on top of a blimp, she iron bends a blimp rudder and it slams into the other blimps. Oh, this is how they must take they out the attacked. second half of that V-shaped convoy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They get attacked and they start to fall and they fall to a lower level of the blimp where firebenders attack them. But Toph yeah, this is hang on to Sokka's hand. This is the this is probably the most danger-filled moment of the whole thing. Where like, yeah, they fall into a gangplank. I guess uh, Sokka breaks his leg. Uh, he's uh. He's barely hanging on to Toph, who's about to fall to her death, because they're, like, yeah, a, like a thousand angle. miles above the surface of the Earth. Uh, a bunch of Fire Nation troops show up. They start to <laughs> fry the Sokka and Toph, but there is a great moment <laughs> where Sokka does... Pulls out the boomerang out, knocks out one guy, uh, kicks up his space sword, and whips it at the other guy's gangplank. Murders that guy, because that guy falls... There's so many guys who fall and die in this episode, but we're still supposed to be so worried about the Fire Lord not dying. Yeah, and, but yeah, we see that like uh, Toph is slipping through Sokka's fingers, and there's a moment yep. of they're resigned to their fate. Yeah, this this is like Sokka even says, "I think this is it." And yeah, but it's Sokka comes back and saves the day. Yeah. And there's a Slamming moment of like, what happened? And they're like, "Oh, did the airship come back?" They're like, no, it's Suki did, and like it's very yeah. Uh, there's a nice moment though where uh, where they land on top of the other airship, and a bunch of junk is falling down, where uh, Toph. He, or uh, Sokka, even though he's got a broken leg, he scrambles to cover to protect Sokka. Uh, uh, again, all these fucking names. He uh, scrambles <laughs> to protect Toph, which I thought was really nice because she's blind and can't she can't see what's coming down. But I thought it was mm -hmm. that was just a nice protective big brother thing for him to, to suddenly like mm -hmm. you know try to protect her from all the garbage that's falling down. But yeah, Suki saved the day. Yay for those guys. Hip hip hooray! Fire Lord keeps burning Ang's. Ball rock and Aang hangs out inside, being like, He's all sweaty. And eventually, the Fire Lord hits Aang hard enough that the ball smashes open, and Aang bonks the scar on his back, which knocks some avatar sense into him. He sees all his past avatars' life, and the Fire Lord says, Come on out, little boy, and meet and your most fate. Mark well, he's interrupted by Aang. Like, he's <laughs> grabbing his beard. That is great, because, like, he's about, Aang. yeah, like, the fact that, like, I just love Aang's, like, Fire Nation, or no, what am I, his Avatar State hand coming out and just grabbing the Fire Lord's beard, and the Fire Lord goes to, like, mm -hmm. fucking do something, but then, like, Avatar just slaps his he hand out of the way. He tries to firebend at him. Like, he's yeah. nothing, and then just airbends him and throws him yeah, for half a mile. Yeah, he says, bitch, please. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. Avatar Aang has and lost Aang, his goddamn mind. He roars, and all the elements start swirling around yeah. him, and Fire Lord thinks, Oopsie And this is the most of the rest of the episode, is Aang just losing his goddamn mind in the Avatar state, just chasing the Fire Lord around, and the Fire Lord just barely keeping from be getting murdered by Aang here, yeah. I do love the, yeah, the Aang, he sucks up all the different elements, and essentially becomes, like, the atom symbol, but with, like, different elements, and he's just, like, this ball of fury of death just chasing after the fire lord it's pretty nuts but and the music's just constantly elsewhere the old men keep kicking ass demolishing oh and this is like the last we see of the bossing safe fight yeah Iroh burns the fire nation banners and reclaims the city yay again that feels like should be a more climactic moment it's a character beat for Iroh but for the war essentially from a military perspective the war is now over but that should feel like a bigger moment but it's just a little character. Yeah. Game, but, you know. 
Yeah, I wonder if they had more for Iroh, but then what's his butt died? Well, something like, yeah. I, that would be kind of interesting yeah. to see what the shape of the season would have been if they still had the same point back. Or, or if they just wanted to yeah, focus on Because they cut the it down to the bare bone what he kids. can do in, in this whole season. Yeah. yeah. Zuko starts to come too, but Azula keeps blasting Katara, trying to take her out, keeping hers from saving Yeah, because she's Zuko. like, pulls out her water to like try to save, uh, yeah, to heal Bend uh, Zuko, but... yeah. Yes, Azula's just, like, flying around and, like, I'd rather our family position look after little Zuzu, if you don't mind, and she's just being nutcase. Bazonkers. Yeah, Katara finds some water and chains that... Yeah, she's she's really lucky that a part of Fire Nation decor, I guess, is just torches with random chains hanging over them. And so she's able Mm -hmm. to lure... uh, She kind of lures Azula to this trough. Where there's water and like fire be- or like water bends at her to to maneuver her over the grating, and then when Nazula goes in for the kill, she fl- she sucks up all the water and freezes and locks Azula in place. Locks actually both of them in place, which is exactly what mm-hmm. she did to Zuko in like the first season finale. Because when we saw that, that was the first time I had seen that finale since after having seen the 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 the, the this this the series finale. Yeah, we we've mm-hmm. seen her do this Zuko before, and I think Zuko got out of it because, like, daylight yeah. happened, and because the sun rose up, he was able to unfreeze himself, oh, yeah. and it kind of plays yeah. by different rules here, but yeah, for some reason, Azula's totally frozen in place, she can't firebend her way out, and so, yeah, and then, and I do love... When Katara, Katara moves through the water and chains her up and locks her down, and... Yeah. She says, <laughs> when she thaws, she's all Yeah, she's like breathe, literally breathing fire and just losing her mind. And she's just, it's just the saddest fucking thing that she's just literally just got, like, she's just fucking crazy now. She's just, yeah, just rolling and and drooling and fire breathing fire all over the place. And she's just fucking almost non-human mess. But I do like, the, <laughs> <laughs> I do like the bit where, like, guitar is frozen in the ice and she's like, she thaws herself out by, like, breathing out through her nose and... I thought it just I thought it's a really kind of weird thing to depict an animation of like okay she's frozen but she's somehow unfreezing herself by breathing and I guess the water's liquefying and stuff like that but anyway so yeah, yeah congratulations Azula's captured that story thread is pretty much over yeah yeah Ozai keeps trying to escape Dang, but he can't because nobody ever learns. Don't fuck with the Avatar. No yeah what is this, this is the history of this world is everybody don't fuck who fucks with the, with the Avatar gets their yeah. shit in. But no, you gotta fuck with the Avatar, of course. Yeah, uh, Ozai just before he gets his ass kicked, he's getting thrown around by rocks and by wind, and... and I wish he had gotten his ass kicked a little uh, more. He definitely deserves it. I do appreciate, here at the end, again, this shouldn't hmm. make... I should hate this, but I love that it's no longer become a question of is Aang going to win, but can Aang win without killing the Fire Lord? Like, I don't, mm. they've somehow man- emotionally manipulated me enough to, like, that's the stakes here at the final end of the finale, and I, it's still as dramatic to me as it would be, like, if the whole survival of the world was still at stake, which is obviously not. Everything's obviously wrapping up the, the way the heroes want to go, but, like, the fact that I'm actually involved as to whether or not Aang can do this without killing the Fire Lord is, is a testament to this guy's writing, and I'm sure for some people it doesn't work, but for me, I thought it was great. It definitely beats yeah. that, like, I'm glad there's not a thing of, like, it almost goes that way where, like, well, he finally does capture Ozai with, like, a fire, te- with, a, with a water tendril and slams him on top of one of these rock pillars that they're fighting through. 
and mm -hmm. and he encases his arms and hands in rock and he says yeah. uh, fire lord ozai you and your forefathers have devastated the balance of this world and now you shall pay the ultimate price and then ang smashes all his star wars laser discs <laughs> collection it is kind of says, a karate no. kid part two like i'm gonna i'm gonna kill you with this final blow but no at the last minute i'm gonna honk your nose instead where he's about to kill ozai but all the elements that like are about to like spike into Ozai's head, I guess, at the last moment, just kind of like, see, he just gets some water and rocks like land on his Even face. Even with all the power and the yeah, world, he's still weak. And Ozai tries to attack him again because that's well, been that's what I was gonna say. I'm surprised we so have more of a moment where like, like Aang's fucked up and like Aang, like Aang should be all beat. Like if if, if most writers had written this ending. You'd have a thing where, like, Aang's all, all near death. And then mm. maybe somehow gets the upper hand on Ozai at the last mo moment. But then Ozai takes that one last moment to try to, like, stab uh, Aang in the back. But no, it's like Aang's, Aang's pretty firmly in control here at the end. To the point that, yeah, like... He, can, he sees, like, Toph yeah, But that's the last bending moment of the series is... Yeah, he it's Toph's lesson of, yeah, he can feel Ozai coming up from behind him. And he doesn't even turn around. He just like earth bends the rocks back again. He like essentially gets uh, Ozai on his knees, and turns around and says, mm -hmm. "Okay, motherfucker, we're doing this." Oh. Yeah, and he was, grabs the the fire lord's head and focuses, remembering something. <laughs> I know it's all very like fully like okay, I guess we can do this now. Yeah. Yeah. In the era before the Avatar, we didn't bend elements, but the energy within ourselves, and that's when when it touched Day and he grew green and to bend another's energy your own spirit must be unbendable or you will be corrupted and destroyed and this super abstract thing happens that they never really articulate but this battle this wordless battle happens between ang and ozai where ang still has his hand on uh, ozai's head and heart and like blue mm -hmm. energy comes out of ang and starts to cover ozai but then ozai he starts to get covered in red energy that starts to like corrupt ang and it looks like uh, Ozai's about to corrupt Aang with his own evil energy, but the last second, like, Aang fights back and totally covers uh, fucking Ozai in his own blue Tron energy, and, the, like, this yeah. big laser beam shoots up into the sky. It's totally an echo of Aang when he erupted from the iceberg at the very beginning of the first episode. And, yeah, there's a big... And Fire Lord is saying, why, why you do? Yeah. He starts, yeah, he, he starts, he starts immediately start trying to, well, Aang stands up and he's all like drawn a little bit more masculine, a little more adult for the first time in the series. And then yeah, Ozai goes to mm -hmm. firebend at him and he's just like, <laughs> why, why did you do to me? Yeah, he says, I took away all your firebending. You'll never use it to threaten or harm anyone ever Not again. even to cook sticks. <laughs> And then Aang puts out all the fires that that jerk started. Uh, I guess according to it's the wiki... going to be a lot of war crimes to go to <laughs> figure know. out here. I guess, the, I guess this is the real last bit of betting we see uh, Aang do in the series. Uh, the move he does to put out all the fires by like making the ocean come up. I guess that's the mm -hmm. the, 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 the water bending technique he learned from the water bending scroll that Katara stole. So, boom, boom, boom. All those animals in the forest that hadn't been also, burned yet got washed um, out to I sea. I guess they had been laying in track for the, the lion turtles throughout from the beginning of the series, because I guess there have been lion turtles hidden in the yeah. scenery and stuff. So, even though the energy mm. bending, the, the ability to take people's bending away seems like a little bit of an ass pull at the end, 
At least the existence of the lion turtle has been a thing they've been laying in for this for like you know throughout the whole show. But yeah, so, but yeah, Avatar A. Momo land. Yeah, Momo lands on his shoulder, and it's time for ads about uh, sugary cereal <laughs> and gushers. Heck yeah! Why? What would have been the big thing in like 2006 when this was? Here's an ad for. I don't know. The Amazing Spider- No, it would have been like Spider-Man 3 cereal or mm. something like that, yeah. Anyhow, Sokka, Suki, and Toph join Aang and says, uh, he's like, I discovered there was another way. I didn't have to kill him. A giant lion turtle taught me how to take his firebending away, so I did they, that. They try to lampshade the of fact course, that if it's he, such a completely random if, ass bullet at the end, but yeah. If he hadn't learned that, they would have been fucked. So that would well, be cool. I love cool. that Suki comes over. And she, well, that's how you explain. Because she's like, "Did you, did you do it?" And the Ozai is to be like, "No, I'm still alive. I'm still the Fire King." Yeah. And then he passes out. And then Sokka's like, "Hey, remember that melon?" And he chops off the Fire Lord's <laughs> He's head. He's like, "No, I still says, want my that's revenge." That's how you do it, eh? though. Like, yeah, this fucking yeah. killed my mom. I'm gonna fucking pin his head mm -hmm. to the floor. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess they'll start killing him fire loser and he's like no i'm the phoenix king maybe he should be phoenix king of getting his butt wah, whooped wah. yeah how about the king of the guys who don't what win wow Suki, that's just... some bill mudrin levels of improvisation <laughs> there Suki just kicked him just pushed him off the pedestal he just fell to his death like it's not even an active <laughs> murder but like yeah like i didn't kill yeah. him the, the ground killed him like it's just like oh mm -hmm. no yeah but that's it that's that's so the... The comet yeah. leaves. Woo! Hip hip hooray! Yeah. yeah, so that was like I don't. I, they couldn't have burned all the fire kingdom in the time the comet. No, was there, they would have think. burned about three football stadiums worth, and then would have been like, yeah. "Oh shit, we didn't think that far." Uh, did yeah. anyone invent gasoline? <laughs> Can we start throwing gasoline mm -hmm. on the trees? And yeah, were they gonna yeah. really burn all of Bossing Say? Like, if you think you've already captured it, I don't know. whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The king was nuts. Anyway, the the Zuko is out. He's in the Fire Kingdom yeah, now. Yeah, I guess later, it was a couple months later or something like that. Yeah. Well, maybe not a couple months because I guess alleys. Sokka's still in a his legs all fucked up. But yeah. But now May is there. Yeah, if everyone's favorite character. We, we had to make sure this turned out okay. Yeah, her uncle pulled some strings and, and it helps her new boyfriend is the fire her boyfriend's the new fire lord her uncle's still in charge that man was a yeah exactly yeah he should be so in the jail Zuko should be here. About? Uh, also about your your uncle ah uh, i tell you he's kind of he's he's like the first guy we're going to execute now that we're getting rid of the old there's regime. a lot of bad gonna, people and we in can't our let them loose because we know um, they're just going to cause problems so we're going to have to kind of kill them um yeah, our nation's full of assholes. Yeah, which of course uh, in the comics and stuff becomes a thing. <laughs> of course, there's like loyal Ozai followers or like the Trumpists of this world, and like yeah, of course that's mm -hmm. up, yeah. So they smooch, cementing the second most unbelievable romance <laughs> on the show. And the friends are all back together. Water Dad's even there. He's so proud of his I kids. Suki games. Like, Congratulations! I did nothing for this whole series. Yeah. Yeah, I was babysitting those kids that escaped with you. I presumably, so, yeah. Yeah, Suki's gang's out of jail now, and Ty Lee is there. Oh no, she's gonna, she's part of Suki's gang. They're gonna be friends forever. <laughs> Which people have pointed out, it's kind of, I don't know if it's intentionally kind of fucked up, but like, because her backstory we learned in that beach episode is that she was part of like a set of like six tuplets or something like that. 
and she escaped from it because she didn't want yeah. to be part of a matching set. But now she's among the Kyoshi mm. Warriors, which she's she's with a bunch of women all dressed exactly the same. But yeah, so Tylee's yeah. a good person. Now she, I guess she's been teaching everyone else uh, the, on the Kyoshi Warriors how to cheat block. Mm-hmm. So, uh, friends are all back together. Everyone's happy. Hangs waiting for Zuko, who rolls up. Into, into <laughs> he's a, on a Segway. And... He's totally yeah, turned he says, to Joe wow, Bluth. Look at yeah. us. Look at us here together, being fans. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thought? It's kind of it? wow. They're, look they're at both us. in big, what very like very clunky ceremonial outfits. They both like look yeah. like they're both wearing their mother's drapes. But then they hug. It's very mm-hmm. sweet. They hug. Yeah. They go outside. A crowd is like, "Yay, Zuko!" And he says, "Please, please, please." The real hero is the Avatar. And they're like, "Yay, you beat our nation. Yay, we love we're you. Yay." Confused. This- Everyone, the, the leadership of this place seems to change every six weeks. Okay, whatever. Yay. Yeah. Zuko's like, hey, the war's over. We will restore the honor of the Fire Nation, and it's going to be peace, love, and groovy feelings with the <laughs> Puts friends. on sunglasses yeah. and a guitar and just starts to rock out. Totally building yeah, head. Yeah, all hail Fire Lord Zuko. Yeah, we see hey, all these hateful fucks. We see the fucking, uh, fucking Odo scientist who developed all the fucking shit that was going to destroy the Earth Kingdom in the first place, and the crippled kid, and the fucking... I hate all these characters! Fuck you guys! You guys didn't do anything! You just sat in a jail for this whole season! You all suck! God, uh-huh. yeah. So, speaking of jail, Zuko oh, goes to yeah. the jail where his dad is. And his dad's sitting in the corner with his arms folded all sulky I'm like me, a me. teenage kid. And he's like, what do you want, nerd? <laughs> and uh, Zuko's like, hey! 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 Where's my mommy? And then that's. I think Griff, that was actually his last spoken line of dialogue. The whole thing was my mommy. Which, that, of course, that becomes a whole thing in the comics. And blah, blah, yeah. I was going to say that sounds like a comics or a book. Yeah, I thing. think the first two comics to come out after this were literally one a comic about the search for the, the mom and the other one about how. Uh, <laughs> Aang, the, literally, the first thing that happens after the events of the finale. Is that Aang and Zuko almost end up ha- end up having to kill each other over political stuff? Because yeah, of course mm. it's not pe- you know the war's over, but there's you know the world's still fucked up. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So in Bossing Say, Uncle Iroh plays a trumpet as the other good guys hang out. Sokka's doing painting and re- to remember these good times. He's still I do terrible love the thing where it's like, why'd you give me Momo's goes ears? Outside. He's like, those are your hair loopies. Yeah. yeah, and goes outside on the balcony and looks at the sky. And I do love. I do. I want to let this pass. The last line of dialogue comes from Toph, mm. where everyone's complaining mm. about how Sokka's drawing them all fucked up. And her last line of dialogue you hear in the whole series is like, "I don't know what you guys are complaining about. I think you all look perfect." And everyone starts laughing. <laughs> and now, then you get them in a show filled with children who could magically manipulate the ele- elements while flying on the back of a flying. Uh, hippo, you get the most unrealistic mm-hmm. moment in the entire series. Yeah, they go outside, and goes outside, looks at the sky, Katara joins him, they hug, then they give a little smooch, cementing the most unbelievable <laughs> relationship in the show. And then some magic floating words are in the sky uh, and the show ends. Uh, yeah. The end. Oh, I... No, no. <laughs> No. Just shaking your no, head. No, sh- they no, They should have no, just no, hugged. No. They should have just hugged. What they I... There's something weird nah. about, like, the fact that he's still, like, a 12-year-old and, like, even if he was, like, 13 
or like they they had such a weird. It's not even that they haven't had no, any kind no of romantic chemistry, and like yeah, and especially they do actually have kind of relatively passionate kiss too, even if it had just been a peck. But like the fact that it's their their tongues are down each other's throats while the camera pans up, and it's just like, ugh. yeah, Katara, what's your sense of judgment here is a little lacking, but yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't believe that kiss. Maybe, maybe in one of the books they explained that was a daydream he was having, hallucinating from lack of sleep or something. He got struck again. by lightning too many times. Oh, I do yeah. like that you've, you've got uh, Ang and Sokka now, or Ang and uh, Zuko now, matching lightning scars on their chests from being struck by lightning from when uh, Sokka was or uh, Zuko. Again, these characters' names. Zuko got struck by lightning by Azula at the end. And, mm. uh, yeah, I guess they both got scarred by the same person, but, like, yeah, that's, I felt a little bit, because, like, of course there were people who were upset that, like, Katara didn't end up with, with, with Zuko, which, fuck them. But at the same time, also. Yeah, that's stupid. That, I, that, that still they makes even more less sense romantic to me than, chemistry. than, than Aang and Katara being so right off the bat, being all like, blah, 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 blah. Maybe if they had set something up where she kept being like, no, it's wartime. We can't. We yeah. can't. And kind of like was was not necessarily putting up a but just fight like, that she didn't like, want a relationship. Just like the war has to end. But if she had at least acknowledged that there was something between it. them, but then they have to put it aside, that would have been one thing. But the fact that like they only talked about it once and she so coldly shut him down. And the... F yeah. yeah. And it's... And he being so stupid to be like, hey, the play person said that that they, that you think of me like a brother. Is yeah, that the fact that that happened right before, like literally the day before all this happened, making Aang seem like that much more of an idiot is just like, okay, maybe this kid is not ready mm -hmm. for a relationship with Katara yet. So, yeah, and then you've also yeah. got the basic problem, too, of the Harry Potter problem of like everyone assumes that like everyone who's who ends up with. The, the so and so at the end of the series is who they're gonna, gonna naturally gonna spend the rest of their, li their lives with, which that's never really realistic. Or, but yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, again, kid show for babies. You can't expect too much. But I still, I really did like that finale. I still think it holds up pretty well. But then again, I've been living with series. Been, it's been part of my DNA for like the last fifteen years. So I could see coming through it fresh. For someone who is not really into the show to begin with, I could see why you'd be like, mm, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not quite in whatever. I thought that I thought the uh quality of the final season kind of bumps it up quite a I'm bit. Glad in my you mind, at least like that but season I, so I don't much, think yeah. I I don't think I'd ever watch the first two seasons again. That's but. and like I know a lot of people it starts clicking for them a lot earlier than the third season. That at least mm -hmm. uh, at least people who were who were more like predicated in being into this kind of show, well, you, but like seemed like you got hype as soon as Toph showed up. That's my... F I think that's when the show really kicks. That's when you get really, like... It's nice to have a character who isn't, like, totally on board with everyone else who's real willing to stir shit up a little bit. Because up until then... Mm -hmm. I mean, I love Katara, Sokka, and Aang just as, a, as, as an adventuring trio. But it is, like, a little bit of a love fest. It's nice to have one person who doesn't necessarily... S is on everyone else's same wavelength. And... Yeah, I don't know. She's just, and uh, but she, uh, she's also like the best bender in the whole show too, which that's kind of nice. And uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that is. The, the, Aang never iron bend, right? He never learned that, right? Aang never learned metal bending. Only Toph can Not do as that. Far as, yeah, that would yeah. have probably been helped. 
Well, that there was any metal in the finale that she had access to, but like... No, I was just asking because she he's still not as good of a bender <laughs> as Imagine her, if he had learned, yeah, I mean, well, even, it's funny because like at the beginning of the finale, like, that's one of the things Zuko is like, like, you're gonna have to face the Fire Lord in three days and you're, you still have barely begun to learn firebending. And even Toph steps yeah. on and she's like, yeah, even your earthbending, you still use a lot of work. And so, yeah, even by everyone else's standards, I guess maybe he's a pretty good waterbender, and that's it. Like, he's still, yeah, even in, by, by the time of the finale, he was not necessarily the greatest earth, uh, earth or uh, firebender, but... I don't feel like he even did that much impressive shit with air. Yeah, I, it would have been nice if, like, the airbending would have been a little more thing there. In the, I guess he was flying around because of the airbending, but... Yeah, mm. it's 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 I'm I'm glad you liked it as much as you did. Like, I I, I did not go yeah. into this expecting you to adore it, but I was fearful that you would be. Although you could also just be acting very nice. Who knows? Maybe secretly you are a little bit more like, no, nah, I'm not. Uh, that kind of like, yeah, you've been talking to Kelsey every morning, like, got to go pretend I like Avatar again for another two hours. today. <laughs> so who knows? But, yeah, um, no. I wouldn't do that. I would, you know me. You're I'd not have, one I've for covering up. Rip, like you'd be like, I've, I've had fun ripping apart stuff you've liked yeah. before. And it's like I said, like with me, I'm totally fine. No one should ever feel obligated to like anything as much as I like. And I'm, I'm also just glad that this is the first real, uh, aside from rewatching most of the series with my housemates when they got into it like four or five years ago, uh, this is the first mm -hmm. time I've, I've gone into it just rewatch the whole thing by myself and i was kind of happy as, as it held up as well as it did yeah so. yeah yeah it's a it's a pretty yeah. good show it is not however when you say when when i would tell people that i hadn't seen it and they say oh my yeah. god now, now we can say I hey watch it. like maybe that third season's oh. pretty good but calm the fuck down yeah yeah, yeah. You yeah. could be conversant with with, with yeah, boobos like that. Probably all depends on what age you were when you yeah, first that's saw it. Yeah, especially if you were younger. And I went in with such gutter low expectations because I was like, it's a fucking Nickelodeon kid show. Like, how good can it be? Mm -hmm. And and you know what? Actually, one of the things like I think kind of like raises it even more in my estimation is that like I remember when it first came out and I was like, oh man, like between like the action and the political maneuverings and the characters i was like man this is what i would like want like a new star wars thing to feel like and like i felt like mm. i was getting my the, the the nutrients i would want from a new star wars thing from avatar the last airbender and of course since avatar came out we've gotten so much more new star wars stuff all of it has been completely terrible that like <laughs> like avatar I seems that, I thought... all of it's completely... <laughs> yeah i was i was gonna say i thought the mandalorian was widely Accepted as which, okay. which thing was pretty good? Mandalorian? Yeah, the first season more than the second. But generally, mm. though, I think Avatar is oh, still yeah, better generally. on the whole, as a whole, than, like, God knows the sequel trilogy or, like, you know, the Book of Boba Fett or anything like that. Well, that could that all could change, change with when more Avatar comes uh, out. And that's the... Don't make it so that, like, the only good bit of Avatar... Because even Legend of Korra is not that great. It's okay. It's... Mm -hmm. If yeah, if you didn't care much for, if, if if you thought if you thought Legend if you thought Avatar was just eh, then oh, who knows? Maybe you could watch Korra someday and you might go like, oh, this is actually better than. Isn't it aged up? A it's little? aged up. It's it's an HD. The animation in parts is better, but they did have one studio was fucking up a whole bunch, and you could really tell in Korra that they eventually got mm. rid of that studio, and the and the animation becomes more consistent after a while. 
But, like, yeah, it's a little more... But, like, I think the writing is less consistent. There's some pacing... Pro it's, it's, it's the same show creators, but it's not the same writing staff. And you can definitely feel, like, the change. And, like, it's it, the fact that it's not the same writer's room definitely gives it a different feel. And, but they do, like, they do you know, explore different things. Like, they do... There's more political stuff. There's more spirit world stuff. They're not just re regurgitating everything from the first show, so I give Blood and Cora props for that. At least. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, if <clears throat> if uh, you got to pick who the creative team for the remake, who would you go for? Like if they were to re, re like readapt the whole s the the series. Yeah, which basically like what Netflix is doing right now. But you got to. Pick I would seriously whoever's in charge. I, I mentioned that I would want the animation, like, instead of, like, you don't have to do live action, Avatar's custom made for animation, and I did mention this yeah. before, like, why not just do it CG? If you, if you, if you, if you want to go remake the show, but remake in a way that looks more palatable to modern viewers, like, don't worry about live mm -hmm. action. Uh, yeah, get the studio that did uh, the, the Arcane League of Legends. I can't believe this is coming out of my mouth. So I don't give a shit about League of Legends, <laughs> but that arcane and that's yeah. already like that studio already works for Netflix. They did that show for Netflix, and mm -hmm. I don't know how much is that animation studio versus like because the writing in that show I thought was actually surprisingly good too. Uh, I mean you still have the Avatar creators put them in charge again, but like if you're looking for a good mm -hmm. writing staff and a good animation studio, just get the arcane people. Fucking give it to those guys, mm -hmm. and that would be oh man, like fucking. Uh, reimagining, like, you, you just do, like, an episode-by-episode episode remake, too, and maybe if you want to make some adjustments where you can think, like, maybe we'd, we could pace the stuff out a little bit better, like, you could, you, you can make little improvements here and there, too, but, like... I'll make the Great Divide two that's parts. You get rid of, you get, two episodes, Instead Heck of the yeah, Great man. Divide, you have, like, a little Lengthen more, like, you know, you flesh out, uh, you see, you make some adjustments to, uh, Aang and Katara's relationship so it's not just the big wet whatever at the end. Yeah, it's stuff like that, exactly, yeah. And yeah, no, like would... good CG would make so much more sense than ant live action. Which the half the half the like quote unquote live action is just gonna be photoreal CG anyway. Might as well just make it stylized and say, hey, we're just gonna make a cartoony CG. So mm -hmm. fuck, yeah. I would enjoy getting seeing this reinterpreted, uh, and don't take it as me saying like oh, yeah. adult, but uh reinterpreted by the Venture Brothers oh, guys. Man, that'd be... <laughs> See what they would do God. with Avatar. <laughs> be so sad and fucked up and like <laughs> would be amazing i kind of wish yeah. i would see what those because those guys have only been making venture brothers i would be fascinated just to mm -hmm. see what those guys do when they're not making more venture brothers because like that's all we know yeah. them for so it's hard to tell like could they do something that's not just about a bunch of sad sack scientists and fucked up superheroes yeah. Well, I mean, everybody in the show should be a sad sack, yeah. but uh, they kind of hide it still behind their kind kitty of a demeanors. Sad sack. I mean, everybody kind of has a tragic backstory in one way or another. Yeah, everyone's lives are kind. But they don't. They only leverage that when it's needed for yeah. the plot. And if you were in a medium where like you didn't necessarily have to like blunt the edges just because it's going to be a Nickelodeon Saturday morning cartoon, that would be nice if they could embrace that stuff and kind of flesh it out a bit more. But. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad. Like, I don't need it to be dark That's or violent. Yeah, we are the anything, last people in the world but... to be like, this needs to be darker and more violent just for the sake of being darker and more violent. But just let the, the potential of the show live out to its maximum uh, potential without having to curb it just because of whatever channel or whatever, you know, medium it is in. So, especially with, like, yeah. you know, kid-oriented 
animation, they're always gonna have to make some kind of story sacrifice. But given that it was a Nickelodeon kid show for babies, God knows we've said that phrase that mm-hmm. much, gotten enough times in the last year. But I think even with it, like I think yeah. I'm still kind of surprised at how well it stands up, considering it should be it, every yeah. by all accounts it should be a worse show. But did they have the whole thing planned out from the start? That is one of the it... weird things because. Like, from the shape of the show, it seems like they had everything generally planned out. Uh, until recently, uh, there was something one of the head writers came out, and he was like, oh yeah, we were thinking about doing blah 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 for season four. Oh, he's talking about, and he, he was really pushing, because there, there had been talk among the writers in season four about there being a redemption arc for Azula, which, yeah, that's, no. that's the thing, I love, a lot of people like, and also like, season four what and he's like oh yeah this is just one writer so everyone else is trying to figure out what this means and he was like oh yeah like there was supposed to be a season four and everyone's trying to figure out like because the way obviously the show ends it like it feels like a completed story like it doesn't feel like like mm-hmm. everyone's like does that mean like did they just cut it short for like intentionally well like what does that mean and so no one's that was just a recent interview that happened the last couple months and someone like no one's been able mm. to figure out exactly what that means. Like, was there going to be a season four that got aborted? Is this was he talking about hypothetically if they came back and did another season four after the show had wrapped up? Like, no one seems to know for sure. And I'm sure as again, when we started this Avatar to the Party thing a year ago, I assumed that we would have heard more about like not just the live action Netflix adaptation, but like the Avatar guys have announced within the last year that they're doing an entire slate of their own project within the Avatar universe, expanding that universe. And I thought we would have heard about more about either uh, those things by now, but we haven't. But I'm sure... Yeah. I, I would not be a bit surprised if they do announce that they're somehow readapting. Well, no, cause I guess they can't readapt the original show because that's the whole point of the Netflix live-action thing. But... Mm-hmm. I... I almost wonder if they would announce that they would be doing, like like... A season four like in more seasons of the original show i don't know how much that would be original because like i said there's a whole bunch of co- books and comics that do kind of flesh out the couple years immediately afterwards the original show so i guess like they could adapt that stuff and make that into a season four and i know azula does show up in the comics and stuff like that so it's not like she's killed or anything like that she is still have you read any of those i've only i should because like i've bought a couple because I love the artwork. They got this fantastic Japanese studio called Gigi or Hiru or something like Gigi. <laughs> the, the, the actually, it like the artwork looks fantastic. It doesn't look like it's exactly like mm. the cartoon, but like it's good in its own way. It looks good enough that it could be an animated show, even if it wasn't already adapting a Netflix already known cartoon thing. And I've always yeah. heard good things. I've just never. I've always meant it's one of those things where I meant for like a rainy day to sit down and like buy them mm. all up and just read through them because it sounds like the like, it's been a lot of thoughtful thought has been put into those things because yeah like i said like the first story is about like zuko uh goes looking for his mom and he ends up having to get azula and they both go looking for their mom and like it's kind of a wary thing of like because i guess azula has been in, in an insane asylum ever since the events of the finale but now she's being let out for the first time and he's deciding whether or not he can trust her to do anything and not try to immediately murder him and stuff. And and so, and then there's, yeah, more stuff about, like, Zuko and Aang coming to heads politically because, yeah, there's all, like, 
there's all this stuff about, like, Fire Nation colonies within the Earth Kingdom that still exists. And Zuko's obviously like, hey, I want to... I'm trying to heal the world. We're going to remove all these Earth Nation... Uh, Fire Nation colonies within the Earth Kingdom. But then all the Fire Nation people living in those colonies, they're like, we've been here for over 100 years. You can't just, like, rip us out of these communities. Like, we've built mm. these towns. And, like, and with a lot of these Fire Nation people, they're actually kind of friends with the Earth Kingdom people. <clears throat> and even the Earth Kingdom people are like... No, we're friends. Yeah, maybe the uh, maybe it'd be good not to split everything up in, and just to have everybody co-mingle with everyone else. <laughs> You're a smart man, Daniel. It's almost like you just <laughs> described the premise for the Legend of Korra. Like that's the whole yeah. thing going for. I did that's, it. That's actually that's Aang's decision. Eventually, is like okay, instead of ripping everyone else, we need to develop a fifth nation where it's all the nations come together and they build this place called mm. Republic City. And that is where mm. the Legend of Korra takes place, where it's 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 waterbenders and earthbenders and fire nation and airbenders. Because spoilers, uh, Katara has quite a number of babies. <laughs> they start bringing back the Earth Nation. I mean, this is not a spoiler. Oh, this is yeah, the, the Air Nation. Is <laughs> I, I, well, now. that's cool. kind of the terrible thing. <laughs> I can't remember. I think something happens where like. Air Nation people, like, see, people start getting born with the ability to airbend again or something like that, because it is more, it's not just Katara, but, yeah, it's, it's, but she does contribute a lot to that new gene pool, but, yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, that's not even spoiled. That is literally, like, when you fire up the Legend of Korra, that is the opening, uh, <laughs> the opening narration is pretty much just what I said. If it, like, it, yeah. It, it, Aang eventually dies, he's replaced by Korra, but, like, before he died, he helped establish this place called Republic City, and all the nations came together, and, like, there's still shit going on in the world politically fucked up, but at least in this one city, everyone's living hey, relatively harmoniously, wait a so, yeah. Wait a oh, second. Oh, no, what happened? I can't like, I can't like this finale. <laughs> Why? The Cabbage Man didn't come back to to finish his I arc. I feel like they heard you. They like they somehow knew you would hate the Cabbage because he kind of disappears when you were getting really sick of him. He he kind of stops <laughs> appearing after the second season, and he only gets this one mention in the Ember Island episode, and that's it. So no wonder, of course, you mm. would like the third season mm. best because that's the one where a Cabbage Merchant never shows up. He's only mentioned briefly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. That's the legend of that. Oh, that's the legend of Korra. That's the legend. Of, well, I guess it is called the legend of Aang. So that's the legend of Aang. Legend of Aang. Aang. Aang, and so yeah. Aang. That's that's. Yeah. What else we been up to? Do we do want to do what else we up to? Or we. What else we up to? I played some more Skull. I'm stopped that. I still haven't beaten it. It's very very hard. Fucking hard ass. Called game. Skull. You think it'd be difficult? Uh, you know. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. Actually, before I forget. Mm. Uh, mm. Catherine F. King wrote us to say, uh, <laughs> sorry, yeah, uh, I, she says, I just finished my Tardy Avatar rewatch, and it was wonderful, I especially mm -hmm. love Aang's character arc, he grows into strength and maturity, and he's able to honor his people as well, now if you don't mind, I'm sobbing my eyes out. Mm. And so she, uh, Catherine F. King, she knows what she talked about. I love Catherine F. King, and mm -hmm. I agree, because like, yeah, I do love that Aang becomes, I can't, that's the thing that kind of kills me. I kind of wish we could see mm. more of, like, fully realized Aang. Because it feels like Aang actually suddenly becomes an interesting character right there at the end. And I do love that he is able mm. to honor his own people and not, like, break his own morality. And I would be fascinated to see what, what, what kind of character he is after the events of the show. But we never really get to see. But, you know. What? How? 
How did the bonk on the back fix him? That's a good question. Even watching this again? Because <laughs> they said, like, his chakra got closed when he got zapped by lightning. And, the, like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess... Was his spine just out of alignment? I guess, all he needed was a chiropractor I adjustment? Yes, he's got, like, an on You know what? His button was set to evil. Uh, that's, oh. like... Yeah, I... That's, again... That's an ass pull. Don't know. Like, even, even okay. like, you're hearing, like, interviews with the, like, show creators and stuff, like, I'm sure they've probably talked about it more, but everything I've I've seen is just like, oh, he just needed, like, it was enough of a physical thing, I guess it's, like, reverse chi blocking. It's just, like, chi opening, I guess. But, like, even watching it again mm. last night, I was like, because I was like, wait, what was the explanation for why he couldn't? But yeah, it was just like his uh, chakra, because I they in the episode with the guru they do specifically mention that chakra is tied to something specific. I can't remember what. It's like fear? well, if he he had to let Katara go, or else he couldn't. <laughs> That's what it was. Chakra, but then but then he let it. But go. then he let it go. But then he got go zapped. But then episode. he lost his connection. But then he got zapped. But then just getting. He says he lost. But it. then yeah, getting uh, get fucking. But all somebody needed to do was punch him in the spine, and he'd be yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. If he had just sat the right way, he could have gone back into the Avatar state. So, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you know what? You officially know about it as much as Avatar as I do now. Like, yeah. I mean, I know yeah. more oh, about yeah. Core, but it has nothing to do with this, so, yeah. Mm. Oh, God. Okay. Well, before we get move on but to yeah. the weeks, you talk about something while I take a bathroom okay. break. Dun, 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 I have a tiny bladder! Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to poop again before the end of the episode. <laughs> I'm gonna shit myself. It's gonna sound like soft serve going, uh, how you guys doing? Legend of Korra. Can I talk about Legend of Korra spoilers that Daniel can't listen to when he re-listens re to this episode? Um, yeah, I guess we talk about everyone survives, you know, except I guess, I mean, not everyone's necessarily alive during the events of Legend of Korra. I still think Sokka dies. While rescuing Katara, not Katara, <laughs> all these character names again, rescuing Kor from the Red Lotus Society. I was thinking about how the timeline matches up that he was alive to rescue, because there's a whole thing in the Legend of Korra about how Korra is kidnapped as a baby by this Red Lotus Society. <laughs> You're there? I'm here. I'm talking about spoilers. But I'm talking about uh, one more spoiler for Legend of Korra. This is again, you suddenly find out in the first five minutes. Uh, Sokka is dead by the events of Legend of Korra, and but they never say mm. what happened. He's just gone. Which, granted, Legend of Korra starts off like 70 years into the future, so of course not everyone's going to be around. But I was like, I was trying to think about how the timeline matches up because he would have died just 15 years before the events of Legend of Korra, and so that's a whole. Anime. Nice things I like about Legend of Korra too, is that they let, they let some of the characters just die in between. Like they didn't necessarily feel the obligation to bring everyone back, and you don't get to find out yeah. exactly what happened to everybody after the events of the show. And that's one of the nice things I would see if they keep on making more Avatar stuff. Like that would be you've got plenty of room to go back and fill in that stuff if you want to. They shouldn't necessarily feel obligated, but there's definitely wiggle room. But but Skull. Yeah, I'm, I'm no not bad. surprised because you think a game called Skull would take you a while to beat. Yeah, yeah. have you not tried? Uh... I mean, it is. It no, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was gonna say it is like Dead Cells so yeah, much exactly, so that yeah. a character you can get at play as is the prisoner from Dead Cells. Oh, really? That's like an unlockable skin. 
Uh, they're not unlockable. You, it's like Dead Cells where you grab the weapon. Oh, really? And you just kind of get. But weapons. it's not the same studio, though. You get right? different skulls. No, it's a different oh, okay. studio, but the prisoners in there. No, but I guess uh, I don't know what you've been doing because I only got one. Man, have you been playing the Elden Ring? Did that come out? No one's been talking about it. <laughs> it's been Jesus radio silence. Christ, for a, for a series that was so like underground and so indie. This is the biggest game release of, like, since Cyberpunk, probably. And that was, like, a year and a half ago. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah no, I've... Yeah, I've been playing. What, what do you think? How, like, <laughs> have you done anything interesting or been... Like, have, have you, like, put in multiple I, hours yet, or are you still just kind of fuck around? In open-world games, and especially, like, Blood... Like, I did... I've only played Bloodborne. That's the only oh, Souls okay. games I've played. Uh... I level up as much as possible Ooh. and try to. I, 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 I still have to use skill to beat the boss. It's not like I can one shot yeah. him, but you like to uh, over level. I like to level up as much as possible to over uh, get. <laughs> that the, is a satisfying uh, thing when you like roll up to somebody possible. who should be a challenge, especially in these in these Souls games where the bosses are all monstrosities. Mm -hmm. It's nice if you can be like, "Eh, get the fuck out of here! I'm just gonna squish your ass, and you're done." Yeah. Yeah, like I. Uh, this morning, I, I that first horse boss guy you run into. See, that's the thing. I've I not. I don't know what. Yeah, I only fought one boss so far, and it ain't uh -huh. that. It's a fucking cat thing. Like it looks like a drawing from like a medieval so, text. Oh, uh, you might have not seen him, but you know, as soon as you come out from the underground. You see, that's the thing because I know that area. like when you come out, like uh, your little campfires, they have like little beams of light that are supposed to be showing you towards where you're supposed to be going. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a guy to the right that's like a giant golden guy on a golden horse. Right I there. I see that. Yeah. That's he's the a, he's funny a boss. thing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But you did. And I, that, I kicked his ass so bad. <laughs> <laughs> My first try fighting him and I'm just fucking pushed his shit what in so level hard. level are you? Because even if you have not played, like. Uh, oh, man. I'm level 29 right now. Level 29. Jesus. Yeah. I'm definitely not level 29. I've, I, I like right before I quit last night. I did make sure to like see how much time I'd played just so I can talk about it today. I've only quote unquote only put seven hours into the game, which is saying a lot considering I only just came out like on Friday. But I've leveled up a decent number yeah, of times. I don't think I'm up to level 29 though. Um, I'll show I'll, I'll show you a place. I found a couple of spots where uh, mobs are fighting each other, I... and all you have to do is stand there and watch, and all the XP <laughs> I goes saw that last. There's been a couple things, because I've played all the Dark Souls games, except for, what was the one for PlayStation 2? That was the first one, Demon Souls. I've played all yeah. these games, and like, there's some shit with the mobs that they do, where I'm like, I have legitimately never seen that before in one of these games. And that is one of them, where I was just like, like, it's especially all these games tend to take place in deep, dark caves and castles and stuff. I, the, I am surprised at how much open world there is in this game, where you're just, like, going along in yeah. these sunny valleys and stuff like that. Although, it's funny, because the aesthetics of the game, it's, like, this more kind of blown-out, bleak-looking world. It, it almost looks and feels more like Shadow of the Colossus than mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But, yeah, I was <laughs> I was just happily going out about my business on my horse. And, like, I saw a couple guys, and I was like, why are, the, why are there some of their health lines going down? Cause like sometimes like you'll you'll find mobs that are like fighting monsters and stuff. I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Like I did find a couple wolves attacking this giant bear thing, and like, but like I've mm. seen stuff like that in other Souls games. 
But like, I turned a corner in this clearing, and there was like 15 dudes fighting 15 other dudes. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on here. And so I just stood up on top of a cliff look, looking over this thing. I literally set the controller down because it was taking forever for these guys to kill each other. Because, like, they, I mm -hmm. guess they were just so strong. And, of course, it's the AI, but the AI is, AI is not particularly smart. And so you've got 15 yeah. really stupid people fighting 15 other 15 really stupid people. So it took, like, 20 minutes for them to all kill each other. So I sat down, was just reading Twitter... While, like, the souls kept on flying up to my character. And I was like, I'll take it. I don't know what's going on. And I went down there and, like, pillaged all the corpses once that was over. But, like, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's funny. I totally did not see. And that's the funny thing with this being an open world. Um, I, at first, was not going to uh, look up anything about the anything in the world because I wanted everything to be a surprise. But after, like, running around for five or six hours, I was like, okay, I think I've seen enough now that, like, I've collected enough garbage now. I should look into, like, okay, how do I use some of this stuff? And so I was listening to yeah. uh, the Next Lander podcast. That's that's the podcast mm -hmm. founded by the guys who left Giant Bomb recently. Um, I don't yeah. know if you listened to them. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you listen to this week's episode yet? No. Uh, they talk about how... <laughs> I don't know if anyone cares about spoilers for Elden Ring. But there's all this whole super powerful mechanic in the game where you can summon phantom creatures to come help fight with you. Have you done this? Yeah. No, I have wolves and jellyfish. Yeah, this is so. This yet. is something you don't unlock unless you warp back to one of the first campsites, and oh, you have to do that at night too. And if you warp back there, it'll be like this white witch is like, "Oh, hey, here's this magical bell that'll let you like summon ghosts to help fight you." And mm -hmm. I just happened to, like when I was listening, I was I glad I finally gave and decided to listen to the next Elder podcast because of course every gaming podcast this this week is going to be talking about shit people have done and seen in Elden Ring. And that's one of the things they were like, oh, yeah, this is like with these ghosts that you can summon, I can like I'm kicking the shit out of everybody. Yeah, it turns out I had already I don't even know where I got them. I got the souls of jellyfish, wolves and a bunch of like noble dudes, Cuban guys. And so I I was like, OK, mm. I got that shit. And then I went like I just want because like I was like, OK, this is the, my first time back at the start of the game. Still didn't see that golden whatever the boss you're talking about. But mm. because now I, ha I had unlocked the horse, I was like, oh, I'll just go around and see what I've missed before. Turns out I missed a million things. And one of the things I found was like a cliff with a cave in it. I went into the cave and there was this whole like mini dungeon filled with like this little goblin guy. And I got to the end of that and there was yeah. like a goblin boss. And I started that one, but I got frustrated and left. Yeah, because there's like a there's like one or two fire traps. Which I guess yeah, you can yeah. take out the fire traps if you shoot the fire emitter with a bow and arrow. Oh, I don't have any. I don't have any range. Yeah, I chose right the now. samurai, so I've got a bow and arrow right off the bat. So yeah, yeah. And I got to the end of that, and that's where I first used the nobles. And the nobles just mm. gotta show up, and they just gotta run interference. They're not very good at attacking. I'm assuming the jellyfish yeah. or the wolves would be better for that, but I just wanted to see what the nobles would do. And this, yeah, this giant thing that kind of looks like a drawing of a goblin from an old medieval textbook shows up and just started dancing around and i just stabbed him in the butt a whole bunch and it was definitely like <laughs> yeah. because it's not too far away from the from the start of the game like it's obviously like a lower level bot but it's not even like a big like i've not beat any like the big named bosses that everyone's talking about and stuff but yeah elden ring there's yeah, pretty good there's another cave in that same area <laughs> um with a super easy boss in there that's like a wild man oh yeah shit. okay 
Yeah, I kicked his shit. I don't even want to ask because I should keep it a surprise. I don't know if people want to know or hear, but but like, at, what, have you seen any other crazy shit while you've been out and about? Uh, a lot of dragons. I saw last night. I didn't know. I knowing that the Game of Thrones guy was involved, I should have known there'd be dragons. I was walking across. I was on my horse, like riding across a lake. And there was a little island in the middle mm -hmm. of the lake, and there was some like I where all the guys are like doing. They're doing some something. Sort of and I did, wasn't Something. even able close enough to see exactly who these guys were or what they were doing. And this fucking shadow comes up over me, and I hear just this giant, like, foom sound. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And suddenly this giant yeah. fucking dragon lands down in the middle of, like, whatever summoning circle. Or, and I was like, oh, I'm getting the hell out of here. And then... <laughs> yeah, I tried to I tried to fight. I was like, I've been leveling uh, yeah, up for I a did. long time. Let's try to fight that guy. And I hit him, and I said, ooh, that's not <laughs> enough damage coming off of him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even, because I was like, nope, 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 nope. And I did find, actually, there's a cave nearby there where... I, there are one or two, like... I was, I've been lucky enough, the one or two other caves I've found have all been led directly to, like, Grace campsites. So they were save points where you can, you know, recharge your character and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the cave I found right on the edge of that lake, you have to go off, and there's a little bit of a canyon you have to go through. There is a Grace Canyon, uh, there is a Grace Campfires thing in there, but there's also more, there's like miners? Oh yeah, I found And those guys were a little too overpowered for me, especially all ganged up, so like I kind of ran through there a little bit just to see what was in there, but then I got the fuck out. There, There is, uh, uh, where those dudes are mining is, um... The smithing stones or whatever. Oh, they're called, is that what that is? Okay. Your weapon. I, I. Oh, have you gotten to the big keep yet? Where all the NPCs? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Okay. Um. You'll you'll get. I don't know if that's like a time thing or how far you I make did, it. But I did. I did because like you get taken rather there. than worrying about any of the dungeons or bosses or anything like that. Literally, I've only been playing seven hours, and like six of that has just been me walking around, just exploring the world. And in fact, I I got like yes, a map here. fragment for the part of the world that you start off in. But then I went off the map to, like, the most east eastern part of the landmass that you start off on. And I don't mm -hmm. have a map of that, but I did go exploring. And, like... <laughs> you can see... You can... If you open up... In the dark parts of the map, you can see where the map is located. Oh, really? Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, for whatever well, reason, I never like actually little, found that map fragment. But, like... It'll be a little speck on the map. There was one part where I was, like, going across this... Because I was, like, literally off the map, so I couldn't see where I was going. But I was, like... Like, there was this one part with all these like battered statues just like ruins across this uh this field and i was just like oh man this just looked really cool and i was just having a good time just like checking all these ruins and i got to this point there's this giant statue laying on its back in the field and i was like oh that's cool i want to see if there's anything hidden on it because like you're gonna hide any treasure <laughs> there and of course i forgot i was playing a fucking dark souls game the moment i start walking toward this giant statue laying on its back of course it's not a fucking statue it starts to get up and I didn't even mm -hmm. look to see what the fu all I saw was started moving, and it was just like, and I was just like, nope. <laughs> just again, especially with this giant thing, I think it had it may have had a sword or anything like that, and it was big and tall enough. I knew that if I didn't get immediately out of its range, that like it was gonna be able to kill because yeah. like its reach was gonna be like even on my horseback at full run, like I was like if I didn't get out of there immediately, that thing was gonna stop. And I've been lucky enough in the first seven hours of the game, I have not been killed. And been unable to retrieve my souls yet for the like ever, I've been killed a whole bunch, but every time I've, at least it's been in a situation where I've been able to go back and reclaim those souls, and like I knew mm -hmm. if like, I got killed here, I was there's no way I was ever gonna get these souls back, and so yeah, so there's been yeah a couple things where like like, like that where I've been like 
the fuck is this? What the fuck is that? So, yeah. There, I can't remember the exact area, but there's a bunch of, like, dragon corpses Oh, no, shit. I haven't seen that, no, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, but there was a very big dragon corpse, and I was like, man, that thing's, that thing's big, and then it started moving. I was about moving, to say. It is big. It is Dark big. Souls, just and because you see start, a corpse doesn't mean it's it a corpse. It didn't get yeah. up, but it, it started roaring, and all the other dragons around it oh, no! that I didn't notice started waking up, and I was like, I think I'm so, going to leave this area now. Are you supposed to do you get, like, an atomic bomb? Like, how are you supposed to kill all those know. guys? Like, even if you're... Okay, yeah. Like, the area is, is, is... It's just, it's rotten with dragons. God, I forgot too, there's a thing, like, there's a whole mechanic in those games where you can be invaded by other live players. That happened to me last mm. night where, like, I was, like, way off. Were you in, like, a river? No, this is actually kind of near where I found that giant statue that got up and tried to attack me. Oh, where, okay. like, I don't know if there's specific locations. Why, were you attacked by a, a stranger near a river? Well... Yeah, I was in a river and my horse vanished, and I was like, "What the oh, fuck? Yeah, that's Where'd my horse go?" Oh, because I heard like, yeah, because invaded. yeah, when there's other live players, either at co-op or when you're being invaded, your horse can't be used. Yeah, and then I, and I, I that person killed me, and then I was like, "Fuck, it, I don't want to deal this with this that, shit." Yeah. So I turned off all, I turned off online, and then I went back to that area later, huh? like a couple hours later, or whatever. And that same person showed up and attacked what? me. I was like, "Oh, they have a scripted invasion oh, in really? this game." Oh, really? Okay, I'll keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah, there yeah. was one person who so. just kept on... They killed me once, and then they came right back. And the mm -hmm. one of the nice things with my samurai guy that I chose, he has really good uh, stamina, so I can keep running for a lot longer mm -hmm. than most of the other characters in the game. And this guy, like, he invaded me a second time after killing me the first time. I was able to go back, get my souls, and then he, he was, tried to run after me, and I just kept on running on a straight line, and, like, the guy realized he'd never be able to catch up to me, and then he just... I... <laughs> I got the little message at the bottom of the screen says so and so has left the game and I was like yeah fine fuck nice um uh, so yeah yeah I don't want to be invaded I it kind of sucks not having the messages because some of them are helpful there but... yeah that's already been a I've already seen a million messages of course like at the tops of cliffs where people say jump or like oh uh, I've seen a lot of uh, finger in butt <laughs> ha 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 stuff have you met the talking pot yet. Yeah, yeah, that I guy, of course, there's a sign the behind game. him where someone says finger butthole. Uh, yeah, finger butthole, that's what it is. Yeah, all the finger buttholes. I see a lot, lot of finger of buttholes, yeah. But there's been a couple. Buttholes. And then, you know, one of the nice things, too, is uh, previously, I've never really had any incentive to, like, leave messages myself, especially because you already see so many other messages in the game. But I did see in this game, I don't know if it's the same in the other Dark Souls games, but they've, they've made it so that if someone else uh, praises a message that you've left, you'll get some health back. Yeah, I think that's how it's all Yeah, been. and so I've left a couple messages that have actually, I've been consistently been playing, that it's actually saved my bacon a couple times while being attacked by, like, you know, whatever. Mm. Like, I suddenly get healed in the middle of a fight. I'm like, oh shit, that was like, really helpful. And so I've been making an effort to, like, if I find anything particularly out of the way, like that cave with the miners, like, that's kind of tucked away mm -hmm. in a canyon that you can't necessarily see, I made sure to leave a message, like, right at the mouth of that where you may not see it uh, from far away, if you're not paying attention, and I've been getting a lot of health from that and stuff, so that's actually been helpful and nice, and, but yeah, there's still a thousand other mechanics in terms of, like, upgrading your weapons, and attaching ashes to your weapons to do different things, and, like, I still yeah. have all kinds of shit like that, but... Oh, and you know there's a bunch of, like, cryptic bullshit that you're gonna have to do to get the good ending in this game. I've never worried about that. I think of only... I beat Bloodborne, I beat Dark Souls 2 and 3? 
And I just beat the game. I, I ne it didn't even occur to me, like, what the, like, the better endings might be. Because it's already hard enough to beat those games, much less worrying about, like, what the good ending is. God, I can't even imagine. Mm. But, yeah, what Did you find any good drops? I found some... I've, I've replaced, like, all my gear right now, except for my helmet is new. I haven't found anything mm. super crazy. Uh, one mm. of the first things I did find was a better sword, though, that is more powerful and lets me attack faster. Um, mm -hmm. I've gotten... I'm essentially dressed like one of the human knights you see, like, uh, guarding yeah, so many of the, the, the places at the beginning of the game. Um, the Godric Knights are... I mean, not Godric Knights, just, like, normal, like, knight dude. And so I'm essentially dressed like one of those guys now, which is still better than my starting, uh, samurai outfit. Although it's better, but it's heavier, which makes me move slower, so... Mm. Like, everything else in the Souls game, like, there's no... no there's nothing ever that's just entirely better. There's always some kind of drawback to something, but... Yeah, but yeah, I've not found anything. Have you found anything crazy? Like, any... Uh, no, just, uh, those, the, the... So, I've got a couple of weapons that I need to get up to 30 strength to use. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. I saw that, like, yeah. someone recommended, uh, get, get yourself up to 20 strength and 20 dexterity. That'll let you use most weapons, but then it's 30 mm. for a couple of the more crazy weapons, yeah. Yeah, I've got an axe and a halberd. The halberd I got from the guy that was on the horse that oh, you yeah, didn't okay. see. That needs what character strength. class did you pick? Hero! Oh, yay! Hero! It did, what keepsake did you pick at the beginning of the game, too? I got. I went for the one with more health, which I, I of course, immediately regret because everybody's like, you gotta take the seed. I take took the, the seed. seed. Take I the seed. The seed. I, lo yeah. I looked up just because, like, I know that's been something in the past where I didn't, like, look up a guide before building my yeah, character. Yeah, I should have looked it up. Well, I, I, more health is not gonna, like, that's not a bad thing. It's not like you chose wrong. And actually, Damn. you get enough seeds at the beginning of the game. Like, I've, I'm actually getting. I, I've picked up seeds that I've forgotten to, like, use, which seeds, these golden mm. seeds, let you take extra drinks from your health flask. That essentially, each yeah. seed lets you, like, just drink more and uh, get more health. Yeah, but I have seven flasks. I've got, now. like, three, four. I do like they because you can, you've got flasks, one for your health and one for your magic, which I haven't had to worry about magic yet until I started summoning mm -hmm. monsters. And I guess that does take magic, so I'm going to have to start mm -hmm. putting points into my magic stuff now. But I do like they let you set the allocation for your flasks. Like, if you're not going to be using magic, they can make it so that, like, all your allocations for your flask will be for health energy rather than uh, magic energy, which is nice. Yeah. So, like, the menus and the UI in this game, in Dark Souls games, they're always terrible. And this is no exception. But I do like that, like, they do give you lots of options. But, yeah, yeah, actual you Like, I can't even tell, like, like, when I'm shopping for stuff, I can't even tell, like, I'm like, do I own that thing? Or do I not? Because, like, looking at the, 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 the like, those, there's a little thing for, like, how many you've, you've owned, how many you've held, and, like, I'm like, I don't even know what the hell this even means. Like, yeah. Perfect. It's just, it's still, I'm having a good time. Who knows if I'll beat it. Yeah, that's fine. But. Yeah, I don't know if I'll beat it. I'm glad at least I'll it kind of justifies everyone shit, not but... being able to shut the fuck up about it. You yeah. Know, but. And it's like. I got uh, uh, Horizon in the mail, and I was like, "Hey, I'll put you to the side, I guess." Yeah. Oh, that's I don't right, care about the series. Still doing Gamefly, right? Actually, I guess. I feel like yeah. we have that conversation once every month, where I'm like, "Oh, you're still doing Gamefly." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also got Guardians of the Galaxy. I need to play oh, that. Oh, congratulations! Hopefully, you'd like that I as, did it. as much as I did. Um, yeah. 
Again, I don't want to oversell that. It's the Ember Island yeah, players of video games. Ooh. La, la. Um. Heck yeah. Are you gonna play it on a yeah, Steam Deck? You gonna get a Steam Deck? Everyone Steam else. Deck that's the other. Now. That's the other gaming news this week. But it wasn't fucking Elden Ring. It was everyone goofing off about the Steam Deck. God. Yeah. I did see that there's like an app on there that lets you easily start like unloading other emulation apps on there and i did see like there are people already like taking their steam decks and just like loading with every fucking rom in the universe and i'm like that's that seems to be the perfect thing to use steam deck for especially you know because steam deck i'm sure the battery life isn't that great but if you're just like emulating like fucking nintendo games in bed i'm sure like you could whatever the battery life should, should be pretty pretty good but yeah yeah yeah, maybe if I ever become what right widely available and like there's not a huge backlog. For See him, what was I'll going on in Seattle out. this morning, supposedly. That fuck. <laughs> Gabe dropping them off. Also, the, the, specifically, people were getting upset because it seemed like he was dropping them off to people who had not pre-ordered them, like not mm. exclusively, but there were a couple people who just got them as like gifts, and people were like, "I still have not gotten my pre-order yet." And blah, 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 but. Oh my gosh, I can't believe a company's doing marketing. Yeah, like I know. That. No, that's never happened in the history of man, ever. Yeah, man, fucking steal that truck though, filled with a minivan full of Steam Decks, man. That'd be. Mm. Uh, and a Gabe Nuva. <laughs> you can just throw him in the trash. Who cares about. It's not like he's making Something games anymore. That... Something about that dude. I'd look at him and I'm like, that that guy's going to speak with some sort of vague European accent. And then he's just. He speaks an American like, accent. I'm like, mm, you that's think he's going to sound like. Uh, who's the. Fat. Who's the fat merchant from uh, Resident <laughs> Evil 8? Oh. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, the guy that directed Hellboy. Oh, Guillermo del Toro? Yeah. I yeah. never thought about him sounding like... I assume when you think about like a rich European accent, I don't think Spanish. I'm thinking like, hello, like an English like baron or something like that. Yeah. Mm. What's yeah. up, kitty? Um, But yeah. Um, but yeah. Care about that Star Wars hotel coverage that came out this week? I no, I hadn't. Even Not that heard you're about probably it. ever going to stay like there. But of like, an alien. Yeah. No, I gotta make a lot of money if I would. Yeah. Do you know how much disposable income I would need to justify? Enough to buy a car at least. <laughs> stay just there. to like, yeah. Well, I know my my guiding light on that has been Jenny Nicholson, who's been talking about mm -hmm. how. She didn't get in to be part of the press coverage. That 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 has been coming out this week. That all the people, all the influencers, have got invited to stay there for free. That's where the coverage mm. has been coming from this week. She's among the first people who are actual customers who have paid six thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. and her tweets about like how obtuse and uncommunicative Disney has been about like how any of this is going to work for a paying customer has been more enlightening. Like if I feel bad because she's been tweeting about this stuff. And it sounds like the people actually paying for the stuff are being, like, totally given the runaround. Well, all these influencers who are there for free are, like, uploading all these videos about all this free food and drinks they've had and yeah. hanging out. shocking. Yeah, I guess they've got, like, a sexy female Greedo with a super elaborate, like, articulated face mask who's, like, running around talking to people and all this stuff. And it seems cool! It better be for $6,000. Well, yeah, but especially for free! And also, it's funny, kind of, everyone's, like, you know, everyone's... Princess Leia lookalike better suck my dick for $6,000. I know, they have, they have their own specifically designed, like, space toilets. 
And I'm like, oh man, all those space toilets are getting fucked up by everyone eating these giant gobs of nothing but, like, crazy food-dyed food with, like, sparkles <laughs> in them and shit. I can't imagine how, like, everyone's bowel movements are gonna look like after three days of eating blue food with sparkles. But... That that yeah. female Greedo better suck my dick so <laughs> well, good. Well, she's got I that. See light speed behind my eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. But yeah, yeah just I, yeah, it's the. I would have to. I would have to have like a hundred thousand in the bank and more coming to justify Can't six thousand dollars just to get in. And I don't even know if yeah. that get guaranteed. That should be. That should fucking. That's gotta cover that at least inclusive. entrance to the park because I know part of the thing is like some of the story events at the hotel are supposed to spill over to the park. If you paid six thousand dollars to go to a hotel, why would that's you want? You shouldn't have that's... to leave it. Every... That's one of the things everyone's been saying. For that much money, like especially because you can only stay there maximum three days. Essentially, your three days at that hotel are gonna be a ride in of itself. You're not even gonna really be doing anything at Disneyland. Aside from like the one little comment you're supposed to do at Galaxy's Edge as part of, as part of your story, quote unquote, but like yeah, you it's almost like entirely two separate vacations that you're going to be taking your six thousand dollar three day vacation at the hotel, and then you actually get to go. Then you actually have to move to another hotel to actually begin your stay at Disneyland proper or Disney World, I guess. I mean, yeah. But, yeah. So. No, I did see I people talking about how that hotel justify that everything ever. does seem to be smaller than all the videos and the pictures make it seem like that like the cabins are mm. a little more cramped than you think and all the stuff well yeah because all the videos they just put they have Warwick Davis showing you everything they that's don't well I did see too smart. some people this like some of the food and stuff at the uh at the at the Star Wars hotel uh like last last fall they announced because like the disney parks took a hit because you know covid and everything like that one of the first things they're going to yeah. do is like start having smaller food portions and stuff and of course they like i think whoever announced that it was going to happen joked about how like oh well people coming to the parks are hoping to watch their waistline anyway and everyone's like don't openly make jokes about how you're going to keep on charging the same exorbitant prices for like less food and that was already kind of like a little bit of PR missed up. And it seems like I did see some people saying that like, yeah, the portions being served at the $6,000 Star Wars cartel are a little bit smaller than you'd be than, than you'd normally expect. But, and so I like the idea that no, they would have they, Warwick Davis there to make the food look bigger. <laughs> like he's like, look at this giant waffle. I, I know that they obviously lost money when the parks were closed. Uh, but also... That every family that was planning they a lost trip money too. has got well that, but uh, the parks have been because I follow people on Instagram who go there all the time, and those parks have been busy like every single time I've seen because people have they haven't they they were able to save money because they weren't able to mm -hmm. go out during the pandemic and do shit. So now they're having that vacation to Disneyland because they were able to save enough money to go to and Disneyland. At least be smart enough. If you're going to so. shrink the portions of stuff, don't openly brag about it. And then, like... Yeah. Especially, like, you're already charging so much. And, like, the whole reason people are going to the parks is they want to indulge. Like, don't try to make it cute. Like, oh, we're helping the guests save, save, save calories by not giving them as much food. And just, like... 
Oh, God. It just seems totally well, tasteless. The, and it's not the, like they're losing that much. They can afford to, like, make the keep the sandwiches the same size. It's not like... Come on, guys. This yeah. is your one job. And, yeah. It's just fucking <laughs> guys. Although I did see the food and stuff does look pretty crazy. Because, like, all the kinds of different weird shapes and colors. Because, like... I did, like, I did see, like, a lot of the food, because it still has to be food that, like, your five-year-old can eat. So a lot of it is still just, like, hot dogs yeah. and PB&J, but it's, like, a PB&J, like, in a big puff with, like, matcha powder on top to look like alien food. But, yeah, it's been kind of funny, people going, like, oh my god, look at all this exotic food, and they're eating it, and they're like, oh, it's just a blue hot dog. It's, it's like, I thought it was gonna be, yeah, like, yeah. So, or, like, it's... Green yeah, there was a cheese. peanut butter and jelly sandwich we got for John at Pim's Test Kitchen, and it was all fancy, and he's like, I'm not eating this, I'm I'm yeah. three years old, come on, man, just give me a peanut butter and, and jelly sandwich. And I did see the breakfast at the hotel, whereas, like, the lunch and dinner, it's all like, I'll have a Pabloobian sandwich, and you have to read the fine print to see what the hell that actually means. I did see for the breakfast, it's more, even though the food itself is more elaborately presented, like, the labeling is more like, here's a ham sandwich. <laughs> Here's coffee. Instead of yeah. instead of like umga juice, they just say it's coffee. Because I it, it does seem that they realize first thing in the morning, maybe you don't want to be like trying to decipher what it is you're having for breakfast. So a little more, even though yeah, even if the food itself may still look kind of crazy, but so yeah. but yeah, it's just kind of fascinating to see again more the, dis the disparity between all the fun times, all the people seeing that shit for free are having versus people like Jenny Nicholson were still. Waiting in line for their for, their, the... for their paired trip and just having a nightmare dealing with all the bureaucracy around it. Plus, the stress of uh, uh, having to have a good time because you spent six thousand dollars on to a have hotel. like a life affirming moments. Yeah, like, yeah, like a family history defining good time at yeah this this strange place that you're being robbed of money at every possible turn is just yeah do not. Uh, damn, hey, and I don't even—I don't care about the people who go to those parks. Like you know, every other, you know, the local people who go there every other month. But like yeah, these people who for because I did see because like Jenny Nicholson tweeting about this stuff online, I saw people tweeting back at her. Is like, what do you care about like people spending all this money because they're obviously just rich people? And she was like, no, I've worked at these parks enough to know that like, uh, uh most of the nine nine times nine times out of ten, if you've got outer towners at one of the Disney parks. It's a family that is, it's their once in a lifetime. This may be their only visit to, like, a park, like, outside of their home state, much less anything else. And, yeah. like, this is their one time traveling I... across country to go to a park. And they'll ever go to a Disney park and they feel obligated to have the perfect trip because that's what all the commercials say it's going to be. And. Yeah, my mom never got to go yeah, to Disneyland. That's, I mean. I didn't go to Disneyland until I was 18 yeah. and was down there for some yeah, intensive. Yeah, I went to Disney World when I was like 15, when I, like the early 90s. But like, but we only went because it's not like my parents cared about Disneyland. But we only went because my parents were like, "This is like this is what you're supposed to do." And I had a good time. Actually, that's probably the highest praise I can give uh, Disney World is that my sister actually had a good time. But she hates that kind of shit. She has absolutely no interest. But she actually seemed to have a pretty good time when we went. And then we had an Ad Agnikai. At the world of at, at, the, <laughs> yeah. at the world of nations, or <laughs> whatever the hell is all this stuff, but yeah, um, but yeah. Mm. No, Disneyland is great. It's a good time, fun, but then it's not six thousand dollars of fun. And again, that's just for the $6, hotel. $6, for the hotel, nothing yeah. else. No airfare. No like, nothing else about the park itself or anything like that. It's just mm. so. Yeah. 
so yeah and again yeah. hearing people yeah. say about like the accommodations are actually smaller than they anticipated it's like oh man that's like how much is that what is it club 33 God. that's still supposed to be secret right yeah like invite only stuff members will pay 33 $33 the annual three is $15,000 it's thirty-three thousand to join. What? What? For Club what? Fifteen thousand dollars a year? Oh, yeah. you know what? The funny thing is, of course, if you're going to be living in LA, if you're paying that much, that is designed just to, so it's like Hollywood executives and stuff. That's I have to forget that is, and it's probably invite only. Oh my! Imagine. <laughs> I was about to say, I, maybe this is speaks to how old I am and how out of tune I am. I was gonna say. You could spend, you could buy a house for that much money, but it, in the U.S. right now, probably not so much. But no, you could put a down <sighs> God, payment, maybe. Yeah. yeah, the the wait list for Club Thirty Three are at an average about four oh years. Oh my or more. God! So you pretty so, much have to wait for other people to die before you get in, mm -hmm. like you get invited to Club Thirty Three. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming that means you get free food when you go there, right? Because if you have to spend fifteen thousand dollars, I don't think so. You should just get like. Let's see. No, it's dinner is fixed at one hundred and twenty dollars per per person for a five course meal, not including drinks. I mean, that's cool. I, I, at least that that means if you just want to make it like four courses of lobster, I guess you can do that. But oh man, no, it's it's the it's the kind of thing that's picked oh, for really? you. Really? Okay, it's just. But if you're paying fifteen thousand dollars, you should be able to like, you know, I paid fifty. I want four lobsters. I want five lobsters. I'm not having. I'm not having separate courses. I just want yeah. Um, I did see recently. Speaking of fancy food, I did see that like one of the food delivery services now delivers from Red Lobster. I've never had Red Lobster oh, before. Man. Now I'm tempted. Of all the things that can get delivered, the seafood. But yeah. Ooh, that's a good way to just light the toilet this on fire. This is someone who ate a bad hot dog once and couldn't stop vomiting throughout an episode of the podcast. That that seems like the perfect way for me to kill myself. Is getting fucking mm -hmm. Uber Eats or whatever the fuck Red Lobster delivered. That would be my first experience eating lobster. Is eating cold lobster. Not even like good cold lobster, but like car temperature lobster. Yeah, handed to me mm, by some so fucking good. like Syrian dude who can't speak English. Yeah, like dude, like had to like <laughs> who had to drive, who had to like bike four miles through the rain to drop off my lobster. Yeah, I did see on the menu though yeah. for like the food delivery thing, you could get like a whole lobster. Oh no, specifically you can get a live lobster. <laughs> they will cook it. You know that's a <laughs> meal. They'll cook it at the restaurant. Yeah. But they had specific texts of, like, the meal lobster has to be cooked. We cannot deliver you a raw, live lobster. <laughs> the fact that they had to feel obligated mm. to put that in the food delivery thing, like... Oh, man. I just... How, yeah. did, how many people had to try to order a live lobster delivered to them like it's coming from a pet store before they had to put in... Hopefully that was just a precautionary little bit of text and like they didn't have that many people trying to get a free lobster pet or not free but like i don't know anyway <sighs> that miss mazel sucks yeah. the end that's all i've done this week what who miss mazel do you know about the was oh, it amazon the, the 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 comedy show about the fabulous miss mazel it's a 50s housewife who becomes a stand-up mm. comedian that's a show that's been running for a couple years now and just finally came back. I think it's their first season since uh, COVID started. 
And so they, they have, because of COVID happened, they were away for a couple of years. But they made some pretty, some pretty whacked out uh, story choices. And not only that, they've moved from the model of dumping entire season, all the episodes at once, to just putting out two episodes per week. And because they've made some pretty mm -hmm. excruciating story choices, that seems to backfire now, where instead of people being, yay, I love this show, and I can't wait for the next show to episode to start, they're like, what the fuck? This writing is terrible. This character, I suddenly hate this character, because in the most, the, the last season cliffhanger, this this rich white uh, housewife ends up accidentally outing this, this 50s gay black man to... His he's a singer and he ends up she ends up accidentally outing this guy to his audience and ruining his life. But in this first new episode of the new season, she's like upset and wants to get revenge at him because he fired her from his tour because because she outed him and but now because they're putting out episodes by piecemeal, they're just showing this character being mm -hmm. uh, totally horrible. And I'm sure if they just dumped the entire season in one big go, you would see that somehow she redeems herself and is not a total piece of shit throughout the entire season, but because it's only one episode at a time, people are just stuck with this character being a piece of shit now, like the fan base is turning against the, the show creators. And yeah, uh -oh. so that's been fun to watch. But Yeah, that's the only thing I've been doing this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been able to... I, you know oh, what no. I did? No, no, no. I had Monday off because of oh, yeah, President's right. Day. It seems... It feels like a lifetime ago. But you know what uh -huh. I did? I got up. And I sat down on my computer, oh, and I did all the Avatar episodes on Monday. All my notes and everything. Wow! It was so nice. I didn't have to worry about it all <laughs> week. I got to play Elden Ring oh, all weekend. Oh, that's great! And now never again. <laughs> Neither of us ever have to spend any time watching anything, taking notes for anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. until it like give us like a six months to a year, and both of us will be like. I kind of miss taking notes for things, and then we'll start talking about bringing Avatar or Atari. I don't know if I'll ever do detailed <laughs> notes well, like I do now again. when we first started the show, I assumed it would be a more general talk, and it was your idea. Yeah, yeah you're the too. one who started taking the notes, and I was like, "That's fine." It wasn't fine. an idea. It's just yeah, exactly. What and which I, I I I get thrown for a loop when we don't have the blow by blows now. <laughs> and but yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. If we come back, <laughs> might be some format changes. You never know. Yeah. God, especially yeah. if we do another thing where yeah, we're like man. watching like a show blow like well week by week or something like that. But yeah. Oh god, but I guess yeah. that's more talk for next week. I guess next week we'll be doing a big wrap up episode, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll I'll talk about what we learned and the friends we've made along the ways and yeah. I can tell uh, whatever the I hell. I can tell else. Jonathan Mitchell gave up on us because this week, like, because we've been mm. talking about doing a wrap up as episode for like la every episode for the last month. And this this week he was like, "You guys are doing a wrap up episode, right?" I'm like, okay, yeah, he must have been not paying attention too much. Which, granted, <laughs> he doesn't watch Avatar or anything like that. But, but also to be fair to him, if he listen, he does listen to podcasts at a faster speed. Oh, he does. Uh, so he may have missed. Yeah, the he listens at like one point five. Like I said, people well, are no, I, more than justified. The God knows you don't have to listen to every goddamn word that comes out of her mouth. That's for damn sure. But also, if he listens to me, I I do stuff while I, while I'm listening to podcasts, and I don't always catch everything that's said. And when you're spitting out so many fantastic, hilarious jokes as we are, man. We're just a funny hot take factory. can't pay too close attention or you're, you'll break a funny bone. Waka, waka, waka. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. That being said. We'll that being be said, yeah, week. it's been like 
<laughs> we're almost at three yeah. hours. So, I, yeah. yeah, I just looked at it now. Yeah, we're two fifty. Which it's, not that expect unexpected for a final. This could get longer too, episode. depending on how much editing. I'll, actually, I've actually pre-edited part of this episode already. I've already done a whole intro and everything like that. Mm. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. it. So come back if you don't. Thanks for listening to our avatar. No, recap, seriously, thank you very much. You. Yeah, uh, very appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, thanks. Even even if for some weird reason you only listen to this finale, whatever. Yeah. You know? Hey, thanks for listening. You know what? People pimp this one particular episode. <laughs> Nothing else. No context. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah. these guys talk about the Avatar, yeah. of the, Avatar of the book. I can't even say it. Avatar of the Party finale. There you <laughs> go. Nailed it. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Triple T mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the... Oh, it doesn't even make sense. P. I'll say Avatar. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We're done with Avatar. Yip, yip. We're Whatever. done. Oh, I forgot because we're, we're, we're done with Avatar. We're naturally we playing into the contractually obligated terrible endings for every Avatar to the Party episode. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's we we're doing this intentionally. Obviously, we <laughs> we meant to be disorganized and just kind of fumbling towards the end. And this is the part where we kiss. Actually, you and I kissing at the end would make more sense than Aang and Katara kissing. Jesus <laughs> it's true. Christ, it be does. less it really less cringe-inducing. Yeah. Who wants to kiss Aang? Yeah. He's a fun little boy. It's like kissing Charlie Brown. Mm. God! Yeah. It would have been, it would have been funny if she kissed the actress and it's like, hey Ang, look, I'm in love with her now. Actually, it's kind of turned me into a lesbian. It's a, a fake bit. you. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Oh, then Ang starts making out with like big titty, fake Katora, and he's like, oh yeah, she got what you don't. Mm-hmm. Then Sokka starts making mm-hmm. out with his own actor, and he's just totally fine with it. He's like, yeah, we both can tell jokes to each other. It's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's all to say. Hopefully, see you next week, bros. Just blathering at each other and having a, a man time. who likes comedy. That's what I wanted to say. Because, uh, like, as I did spoil the fact that Sokka's dead by the end of the beginning of Legend of Korra, uh, I would hope mm-hmm. that is son Sokka's tombstone. Just here lies Sokka, a man who likes comedy. <laughs> the end. Nailed it. The end. I so long.